What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, new, one, new, new world order. a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. And you in the Desert Storm Bunker here with every woman's fantasy, EWF and CGAC God Allah, also known as the Black Moses and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, I got a lot going on here today, and I see we're still... Are we good over on the Notorious channel? The Notorious channel's bugging over there. But anyway, I think we are live on fakebook.com. We should be live on Facebook. We should be live on Rumble. And we also should be live on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel over here. And we are ready to go. All right, we ready to go. I think we ready to go. For life, give me a thumbs up on the Notorious channel if we're ready to go over there. It looks like we're having a little bit of complications, but anyway, today's show, we're going to talk about how women survive on the dating spectrum, all right? And the reason why we're going to do this topic is because we had a lot of hurt feelings on our local stream, and a lot of people are really trying to rationalize what's going on here with the modern women, all right? What's going on with modern women? So... Uh, they don't understand that women operate on the spectrum. So in fact, okay, in fact, what happens is they're determining uh, women's values. It, are we live over there on the Notorious channel? It's not rolling over there. All right, they got a little bit of a problem over there. They got a little bit of a problem over the, on the Notorious channel. Do me a favor and refresh your screen on the Notorious. All right, um, there are some complications, but don't worry about it. We will get it set up. We will get it set up. It says right here, look like you're ready to stream. It says start to stream. All right. We are started over there for some reason. Okay. Let me see if I can get it going over there. All right. Uh, a lot of guys were in their feelings. A lot of guys were in their feelings over there. And uh, what tended to happen was we should be live. Oh, we're live over there. Shout out. To, hey, man, bear with me. Bear with me for a second over here. Bear with me. We'll get it together. Uh, yes. A lot of people were in their feelings, and what happens is women date on the spectrum, and we think of women as one-dimensionally, right? And so as men, we think there's a good women and bad women. We dice them up in sections. These are the good women. These are the good church women. These are the virgins. These are the women who, you know, these are the whores. These are the 304s, and so forth and so on, right? But that's not how women work. Women are not robots. Women are not computers, Women are not, you know, kind of one-dimensionally. Like, that's the good girl and that's the bad girl. So a lot of times men want that to be the case, and that seriously, that seriously is not the case. So I'm going to take you through the steps of the women's spectrum and honor the women's spectrum. We're also going to talk about the top five thought professions. This is me revisiting the top five thought professions here on um, in America for American women. All right, I was featured on World Star talking about this in 2019. I think I did an original video in 2019 and um, because there's some new data that says there's one profession that has the most 
304s. All right, definitely the most 304s in this profession. And what do you think? Yo, what do you think? What profession do you think has the most 304s? We're going to talk about that, and we're going to give you a couple of other to look out for. Also, we got Straggle and Sniggle Theater, and we got, what else do we got? We got uh, Doom and Gloom CGA, which we're going to review something. And shout out to um, the brother, Jonathan Majors. It appears that Disney is going to keep Jonathan Majors. They're going to stick with him, all right? And through thick and thin, I think it's a good decision. I think he got railroaded. He definitely got abused. And so we're probably going to follow up on that as the news is passed on. But do me a favor. Hit the like button in the building and to contribute to the day show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that should be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel, and Notorious CGA, you were a little bit delayed, but no worries, we'll get you all in shape, all right, we'll get you all in shape, all right, we're going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show, but do me a favor, I got I to type something in, and we'll do it live, all right? We'll do it live. I got to get that PayPal in. I was a little bit nervous today. And the reason why I was nervous, because I'm streaming from a new platform. And uh, yeah, man, I had a little bit. Uh, it didn't go 100% right. All right. So there it is right there. If you want to contribute via PayPal. So let me get to the contributions to today's show. And Albert Wesker says, RNs, top thoughts, because they make good money equals Thotting out there. I got money. You think it's nurses. Of course. Of course. All right. You've been here for a long time, but you've already known. Cody Draper says, CGA, one of the lessons I learned is that women, I, I, women don't think long term. Plus, women say they want a man to respect them, but they don't give respect in return. And this is because they don't respect you. Yeah, they, they think they're the prize. So they think you're supposed to just be there and put up with a lot of bullshit, you know. And when you fight back, they call you a misogynist. All right. Who is this here? Jesse T says, hey, coach, I get nervous when speaking in meetings because I worry what people are about to think about me. Okay, he says, do you have any tips on how to become a better public speaker and more confident? Great show. Shout out to you. And uh, as you guys know, I'm a big fan of Toastmasters. So if you can't find the Toastmasters, there got to be thousands of Toastmasters in your area. This will give you a little bit of help um, and a little bit of guidance to speak in public. And it, it's a cost, but you practice speaking, you give your elevator pitch, you give examples of speeches, and people in the class, in the group, tends to have the same issues as you, so you'll be less nervous. And then they can critique you, and then you learn not only from your speech, you learn from everybody's speech. So I do approve of Toastmasters, all right? So, but if you didn't, uh, don't have time to commit to a Toastmasters class, all right, um, I would say record yourself, all right? Record yourself and see how you present in front of a camera, record your voice so that you get comfortable with it. I've been listening to my voice playback since I was 18, so I don't have that issue. But if you do have that issue, that's one of the things I would suggest. All right. And I would suggest Toastmasters for anybody. As a matter of fact, I was a pretty decent public speaker and I got into Toastmasters and I became a competitive speaker. As a matter of fact, you can kind of see a trophy right up there. There's a trophy right up there. I was a regional champ for impromptu speaking, all right? I was the regional champ for the impromptu speaking, which as you can tell, I put these skills to use. And so I went all the way, all the way almost up to the, the next contest would have been a championship round 
um, in Vegas, but I got eliminated. <laughs> all, right, all right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, C. Hustle says, used to work at a hospital for five years. I've seen nurses do some nasty things in here. Oh, that's nasty. And he says, uh, and with each other, and doctors are one of the top of the sex chain. Right? No lie. I took a bite here and there. Don't date nurses. All right, don't date nurses. Guys, I've dated my series of nurses. And let me just tell you, nurses and doctors, they're different. They're built different. All right, and we'll get into why in a minute later on in today's show. Royal Scott says, Juco ain't for the nerds. Tell them, Coach, free agent lifestyle for life. Brothers, that. Oh, man, they thought they was going to go get easy layups over there. Shout out to Paris Francais. Over there showing support. No government ABH says CGA's Patreon money mindset is litty over there. And if you're not on a money mindset over there, you missing out. You missing out. My sound effects, my rhythm is all off on my sound effects. But with that being said, you missing out. <laughs> all right. Money mindset. Patreon.com backslash money mindset. And uh, yeah, thank you, brother. What do we got here? Shout out to, I can't pronounce this, but I'm going to say, oh, brother. Adelike, Adelike, he says, N-G-N, if you know, you know, he says, keep up the good fight, appreciate it, and who is this, Moises, we're going to call it that, and that is a sponsorship, Woo! I'm rich, he says, your teachings, coachings, and mentorships, saving men, shout out to you, man, I appreciate that, and that was over the weekend, and I hope you guys recover from the weekend, let me check out what Venmo was doing. If Venmo was Venmoing, normally they ain't Venmoing this early. Oh, we do. We have two. We have two. It is our brother Macaroni Tony says, I watched they clone Tyrone and I couldn't help but think about so much about your stream. He says, brother Greg really might be from the future. And if you know, you know, new, 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 new world from the world. year 2030. Self high five. See, Hustle says, save yourself, men. And James E. Cornette, I need your advice. There's a specific model that I want. He says, how would you recommend getting a date with her? I know it's possible to contact her agent, but I don't want to mess it up. He says, would you recommend going through her agent? Well, I mean, this is what models do, right? If you want them, you got to go through the agent. Yeah, that's how the millionaires do it. <laughs> that's how they do it. All right, they go right through the agency. Always go through the agency. That's how she gets her extra money. Last one, and then we'll get back onto the show. All right, uh, we got our brother here, uh, Bobby Jimmy in the building. Bobby H says, Coach, hearing that Barbie movie is a feminist propaganda. He says a little girl will be seeing this. The de-evolution de will continue. Women telling men it's women empowerment, a.k.a. man-hating. And I heard that, too, about it very early on. In fact, that fat actress, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer didn't even want to be a part of the film because it wasn't feminist enough. It wasn't feminist enough. All right, and last one, uh, Loud Pocket says, Coachy Man, he says, when I was in line watching Oppenheimer, he says, the amount of monkey chimpanzees willingly wearing pink, Tutus to watch the Barbie movie was reprehensible, atrocious, and degrading behavior. And of course, ninjas was always out there. They probably were showing their teeth too. They probably were showing their teeth. All right, look, do me a favor, hit the like button, and 
we're going to get on with the first segment of the show and bear with me. This is a new setup. So I'm going to have to figure out how to get certain things on and off. But what we're going to do is we're going to go doom and gloom CGA in the building, doom and gloom CGA. And uh, I realized what happened on my, I realized what happened on the notorious channel. You guys didn't get the intro because I didn't click, click the live button. They represent the, this is despicable. All right. So anyway, let's get on with doom and gloom CGA and let's see if I'm set up doom and gloom CGA and this one. This one right here is basically a follow-up to something that we talked about before. And this is a follow-up to the brother named DJ Mustard. All right, DJ Mustard. And DJ Mustard was getting a divorce. I've never even heard of DJ Mustard. Is he a producer or something? Shout out to him. He scores a massive win in court, only paying, only paying $24,000 in monthly support. Only paying $24,000. Let's get to this story. All right. There's DJ Mustard right there. And he's showing his teeth. He definitely is showing his hey, teeth. Hey, look at this. No, he's not showing his teeth right here. All right. So DJ Mustard here. It says right here, he scored a monster win in a nasty divorce after a judge shut down his ex-wife's request for a massive amount of support. It says right here, according to new legal docs obtained by the blast, Mustard, his real government name is in the article. I'm not going to mention it. Will fork, will fork over $24,500 per month and child support to the mother of his children. And her name goes by, she goes by Chanel Theory. It says right here, although it's a lot for us normal people, it's a far cry from the massive amount she was trying to get from him at first. At first, Chanel was asking for a whopping 82 thousand dollars a month did i read that right so i got something here playing here so he's only gonna pay twenty four thousand dollars a month she wanted eighty two thousand dollars a month well listen i normally wouldn't hit the prices right on this particular article however it sounds like it's a win i don't know what to tell you here i don't know what to tell you 24k congratulations to dj mustard Ninja. <laughs> this ninja. 20. Okay, I guess we won. Wait a minute. Like. And that's you. Well, she did try to stick him for his paper. She did try to stick him for his paper, but apparently he dodged a bullet. I'm hoping that $24,000 seems to be a good amount. What do you, I mean, 24,000. All right, wait till you get to Kevin. Wait till I get to Kevin Costner's wife. All right, next one up. Is the we're gonna go to I believe I don't know was this Philadelphia or New York? We're gonna go to the Hebrew Israelites. Shout out to those brothers out there. And if you don't know, you know the Hebrew Israelites got something to say about Generation Z. Now plug your ears if your earphones are on. I'm gonna give you a warning. The volume comes in a little bit hot, but the Hebrew Israelites got something to say about Generation Z and the men that are leading it. Are you guys ready for this? This is, should be interesting right quick, real quick. Y'all ready for this? And there is some reading rainbow on this one. Let's go ahead and play it. Here we go. This little Negro right here, man, over here looking like a damn 14-year-old girl, man. Stop it, man. That's a damn shame, man. And then you got two girls with them hyping them up. That's the problem with our women right there. Uh-oh. This ninja looking a little... He look at a little reading rainbow and take out the straggle daggles with these goddamn head wraps on and whatnot. 
and they half naked at that. <laughs> All right. What is this right here? And this ninja looking sassy as hell, brother, ain't he? All right. Just. All right. And so take a look at this. This is this is Gen Z for you. So this is the generation that's going to lead us in the future. This is the generation that's going to lead us in the future. This is the generation of women that are going to ride the spectrum. And then you're later on going to marry them when they say, hey, I'm looking for a mate here. And that's you. All right. Uh, let's continue with the video here. They talk about they want a good man, but they hype up niggas being homosexual, man. Right, right. That make any damn sense. Bring your little ass across the track. I know. There you go. We right. calling our ass now. That's right. Come on, man. Look at this young Negro right here, man, over here looking like a damn 14-year-old girl, man. Stop. He said he looking like a 14-year-old girl, and he ain't lying. That's a damn shame, man. And then you got two girls with him hyping them up. And so he's making a good point. You know what I mean? Like, listen, you don't have to agree with everything. He's making a good point. Normally, it's these uh, these women, these type of women hyping them up. They go in a dress, put makeup on, and then they wonder. They they Then they say, what happened? Where did all the men go? All right, they hyping them up. And then all of a sudden, laws pass for them, and don't laws don't pass for these straggle daggles. So they hype them up in the community, and then they turn their sons into this type of shit. And then you try to figure out what's going on in this culture. So you got the tippy-toe stuff here, and they're right for calling them out. As a matter of fact, they do have a rebuttal uh, because these two straggle-daggles were not dealing with it properly. And as you can see, take a look. Take a look, guys. This is, this is the ones causing it. Not only are they getting throttled in these streets at young ages. All right, let me go ahead and get the in these streets. In these streets. They're also supporting that type of lifestyle and watch your, watching your community not thrive. All right, so uh, let me see if I can play the rest of the video here. Problem with our women right there. And now he knows this, of course. Take a look at this one over here. She's like, a uh, duh. A uh, duh. What? And guess who's the first one to jump into action to defend? They talk about they want a good man, but they hype up niggas being homosexual, man. Right, right. That's not any damn sense. Bring your little ass across the track. I know. There you go. <laughs> he said, bring your little ass across the track. Apparently, there's a rebuttal, and there's a second part of the video, and... Look at this. Well, wait a minute. This definitely the uh, a second part of the picture right here, if you will. Oh, the humanity. All right. And so uh, apparently they was going reckless on a whole bunch of reading rainbows out there. And he has something to say. So bear with us here. Let's get it going. I will tell you what you need to do. It says, it says, people say it's an abomination, but he also says something as you are. No, you won't find it in the Bible. Oh, boy, tell me where to find it. I preach every day that the Bible is a man-made organism, right? But where does it tell you that you can come where you are? It doesn't. It doesn't. And now take out check out who's the loudest. Let's see if I can get it. Check out who's the loudest just to screaming for no reason. How you gonna have children? Look who look who's look who defending. This these are your future baby mothers here. These are your future wives. Now listen, I'm not against the reading rainbow. I'm not. You guys do what you do and be as you are. But what I'm saying is it is always this community that deals with this and then wonder where what happened where did all the all men right. go and these mad dogs out here mad dog 2020 going crazy all right over this guy defending him just sad and reprehensible but that's the state of y'all community and i've ate i've exited long time ago Bible said, 
favor of more men. That's some seriousness. That's some seriousness, bro. I mean, that's a sexual There's your straggles. Uh-oh. Of course, when all else fails, twerk. When all else fails, go with the only thing you got. And, of course, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the straggle. Stick your booty out. But when all else fails, this is what you deal with. Guys, look, where are the fathers? Where are the daddies? Please let me know where all the fathers are. Because this is what you got coming up here. All right, shout out to these hyenas. And tell Crimson Caps, uh, Crimson uh, Cure to get the lionesses out and represent. All right, let me see something here. Let me see if I can do a good little transition. There it is right there. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We're going to get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater next. And bear with me, um, my audio is a little bit messed up. My transitions aren't that good. But do me, hey, check this out. Also, follow me on my social media accounts. Here we go. Young nigga got a fetish for success. If I ain't next and I just leave him pressure. Next to rain on the window pane, puffy plain Jane. Let him second guess me when I cop the pores with the pores of the skin. Whip the wheels at the All right, follow me on my social media accounts. Linked down in the description box below. Let me catch up on a couple of more super chats, and then we're going to get ready for the show. Uh, let's see what we got here. Shout out to Royal Scott Juco. Ain't for the nerds. See hustle says stay safe. Save yourself. Save yourself, man. CGA is the GOAT, CGA. I think your kick debut went well, but you should get up, uh, get us to pay for a monthly subscription so we can um, support you. He says, please do another local or a kicks launch. He says, and have your subscribers at like $4.99 per month go. Well, if you don't know, we're going to be on kick, not today. I actually have something going on, very, very important. So I might miss tomorrow morning. I might miss tomorrow morning, maybe tomorrow evening, maybe tonight. I'm not sure. I got something going on with my family. But uh, kick, I need one more hour. They want me to do free work for one more hour before I can get my subscriber badge over on Kick. So that's the reason why you don't see the subscribers over there is because I don't have another hour. I have to do five hours of hanging out over there, and I only have four. I got one more hour of slave labor. Anyway. <laughs> All right. What do we got here? Let me check the cash app in the building. Let's see if there's anybody jumping over there. All right. And PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. That's pinned to the top of the live chat, the free agent lifestyle channel. All right, let me see here. Inches is still, inches is still like, what's going on out here? All right, we do got some brothers over there. We have one, two, one, two. What you gonna do? All right, we have uh, Dennis. He says, LOL, the scariest woman I've er ever dated was a nurse. We went out. She wasn't that type of girl on the first date, LOL, the second date, we went back to her house and there was a picture of us on our first date of our first date on her wall at the house. It can be scary in many ways than just thoughts. He says, yes, she was a freak, obviously. So interesting, interesting. I probably would have got the hell out of there. If I would have saw a picture of me on the wall on the first date, I would have got the hell up out of there. <laughs> I'd have been like, nah. All right, not I. All right, what are we doing here? Das Token? Or is it, uh, I believe that's who it is. He says, I started watching They Clone Tyrone, but was quickly turned off because it was super stereotypical. He says, down to the fried chicken ad in the film. All right. And you know what I mean? Uh, if you didn't see Undercover Brother, all right, the recipe is in the chicken. 
All right. So <laughs> for you brothers that want to know how they're going to be able to mass um, vaccinate people next time, it's going to be in the chicken. Midwest Finest says more rainbow is less competition for women is why I believe they go so hard for that community. Less competition for women. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Do me a favor, man. Take take a moment to hit the like button. And we're going to get into Straggle and Sniggle Theater coming up here. So let me see if I can take that down right here. And, of course, we got to kick that intro, the Straggle and Sniggle style. And I don't know where it is on my keyboard right now, but I'm going to find it. Here we go. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, get the hell off my screen. Straggle and Sniggle Theater right here, all right, working my magic. We got a couple of Straggle and Sniggles to report here. We're going to start off on one Sexy Red. Sexy Red, anybody know who Sexy Red is? Well, she has a song called Pound Town. In the song, she says her booty hole brown. Wait, something's pink in her booty hole brown. Something's pink in her booty hole's brown. So, yeah. That's what we're dealing with. All right, we're dealing with Sexy Red Deer. Okay, let's take you to uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Sexy Red started her performance at Rolling Loud with two men on leashes. Let's take you to the community. I won't play the music, but take a look at this. I mean, this is some Dante Infernos type shit. Like, what are we doing? These ninjas, ninjas is out here starving bad. All right, look at this, man. This is a reprehensible behavior. Ninjas will do anything to submit to the almighty Punani. They'll do anything to submit to the almighty Punani. And this is it right here. Sexy Red out here doing this type of thing right here. So what do you what do you guys make of this right here? These guys are in masks. Anything for the Punani. Of course, this is Generation Z as well. It's, I believe this is Generation Z. She might be a young one right there. Yeah, ninjas is out here doing. Yeah, that's They'll do anything at this particular point. They'll do anything at this particular point to get any attention from women. So sadly enough, uh, this is what the future generation of men have to look forward to being out on leashes. Okay. All right. What's the next story right here on Straggle and Sneagle Theater? We got, what do we got here? Oh, we got a woman. Now take check this out. Apparently there's a mother trying to cross the flood waters with her child in a stroller you guys can see this right i don't know where they are but they're speaking spanish maybe they're in miami they could be somewhere in florida i have no idea but everybody can clearly see there's a flood going on and there's very muddy waters and it probably wouldn't be wise to step in there but apparently she doesn't care she says i'm going for it the hell with these flood waters nothing can stop me and let's go ahead and Play the video. No audio. This woman's literally walking. Oh, she almost lost her baby. Look at this. Look at this. This is crazy. Of course, somebody has to save her. Of course. Oh, what's going on? Of course, somebody has to save her. Look at these guys right here. They're like, what in the hell is this bitch doing right here? Like, what are you doing, ma'am? Ma'am, do you see what's going on? And, of course, they got to come to the rescue because she's about to get her baby deleted and everything. Look at her. She she would have lost this stroller had these men not been there. That baby would, oh, the baby is all in the water. Mm. Women, <laughs> ladies, this is what we talk about. 
The boldness. I believe they believe they're bigger than God in nature. They believe they're bigger than God in nature. Like, okay, I'm not letting anything stop me. We're just going to go across. We don't care. I, I don't care about this water. <laughs> Yikes. And then, oh, look at this. Oh, they're like, oh, man, now I got to get my Jordans wet. All right, look at this, man. The baby almost drowned. This is, this is terrible. Almost lost her kid via her arrogance, all right, via her arrogance. And, of course, you know, ladies can be arrogant like this. They can be arrogant like hell. I don't see any guys doing shit like this. Anyway, what else do we got here? We got Generation Z TikTok house on Straggle and Sniggle Theater right here. Hey. hey, that's not what I wanted. I wanted this right here. Take a look. Apparently, a neighbor has moved in next door to a TikTok house. Are you curious to see what a content creator house looks like? Well, we're going to take you to it right here. Yeah, it is. The culmination of social media, a TikTok house. Imagine driving around with your family looking for a house and you see this atrocity. Oh, man, look at this. This is called a content house, a content creator house. So this is what Gen Z aspires to be. Like, this is what they're trying to do, man. Like, like they don't give a damn. They don't need no yob. They'll just go get clap cheeks, get up in there and pass STIs around and do OnlyFans and all of that shit. This is Gen Z here on Straggle Sniggle Theater. Look at these kids. They act like they're training for a UFC fight. I could only imagine what's going on inside. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Why what, did I ask? What in the world? Uh, what are we doing here, ladies? What are we doing? Oh, the humanity. They're dribbling themselves on the floor over here. <laughs> so they painted the house ridiculously. These girls, man, uh, they're so busy out here. Of course, I'm sure these girls are doing sugar. They got sugar daddies, too. All right. They're dribbling themselves on the floor. Looks like some sort of fertility exercise. Look at this. Jesus, these are going to be people's grandmothers someday. Yeah, these are your future wives. Oh, we got ninjas too. We got sniggles. What's going on in this room? Oh, the humanity. This is the future right here. This is the future right here. This is the future, brothers. When you guys think it can't get any worse for this future of generation of people, man, attention-seeking ninjas, sniggles, attention-seeking thoughts. When you wonder why the birth rate declines and marriage can't get off, there you have it right here. This is what you got. This is the future of our employment workforce right here on the screen. All right, let's take you to a little bit more here. This must be the circle jerk wing of the house. Yeah. Listen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. These guys are impressed with themselves. Yeah, bro. Oh. This must be the male version of. These ninja, man, pause. These ninjas walking around with their pants rolled up, shirts off. What are we doing, man? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Look at this. There we go. Yeah, they hyping them up, too. Ninjas walking by. Yeah. Look at this. This is what y'all got. This is where we at, bro. All right, this is where we at with this generation. Look, what are we doing? Yeah. It's 
like some sort of influencer mating call. That's what normal people need. We need to start identifying each other like they do so we can outbreed them and save the planet. What else is going on in this halfway house? Uh, another carousel of dingleberries. Is this all these people do all day? Uh, yeah, see, uh, you listen. The manosphere is too much. You know what I mean? Like the manosphere, CGA, Andrew Tate. Nah, they, we're too much. We're too much. There's no problem with the generation of men. The lowest testosterone of any men on planet Earth. There's no problem. Ladies are like, what's wrong? Why do we need all of this masculinity? <laughs> Who needs masculinity right now? Like, what are we doing? This is atrocious behavior. All right, so anyway, <laughs> Jesus. Let's show you. I guess there's more, too. Look at your boys out here. And then you come here and then come like this. I mean, look at this. Look at the planning that goes into this. Boom. Yeah. And then when you hit it again, yeah, you can either do this or I go like, like. <laughs> this is what y'all this is what y'all want out here. This is what the this is what the ladies want. They don't need any more Andrew Tates out here. This is what y'all want. Oh man. Ninjas is getting tippy toe out here. They get mad tippy toe. I can only imagine what's going on upstairs. Well, I think the generation's going pretty well. You know what I mean? Like, dating is going to be the attention. The, guys, they have nothing. They have nothing to give but to be completely outrageous, to give views. And they'd rather do this than to have a normal, regular, traditional relationship, of course. All, all of these people. Yeah, this looks good right here. Why do I keep doing this to myself? This is what goes on in the rec room of a nut house, and this is what society considers influential. There's nurses that used to monitor this type of behavior. Ugh. You know, I'm thinking, after the neighbors put their house on the market and the rest of the neighborhood follows suit, you know who's going to be an even bigger influence on the community? The demolition crew that takes this building down and dances on the rubble. Now that's a TikTok channel I'd follow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, bro. Uh, Yeah, man. Listen, we got to send it real quick. We got to send the asteroid. Got to send the asteroid. Because instead of listening to lessons on masculinity, raising children, and all of that stuff, this is what they're going to waste their years on. And by the way, I've often told you about adolescents, teenagers, and the idea of what a teenager is. We've extended our um, adolescence. We've extended people's years to a point where there's no return. So I don't believe in the phrase teenager because we make teenagers all the way up to 19. In many cases, we've actually had normies learn about, well, the brain doesn't fully develop until 25, so you have at least until that point. Well, I'm going to play something later on to show you that that's not true. Adolescence and teenage years are young adults, which means you should be getting going. You shouldn't be wasting your years thinking that at the last second you can just jump to the love of your life. All right, so let's talk about this right quick. We do have one more 
Oh, we got two more straggling sniggles here. All right, let's go ahead and show it. We got a brother here. Is this an FBA brother? And a Kaylee. She's definitely on that Millie Mouth muskrat because she's feeding her dog watermelon. She's also going to feed Tyrone watermelon for sure. Niggas always got to show they uh, there you go, Lynn. Okay, so she fed, she, that looks like Nova. She fed Nova some some food, and she's going to feed this ninja some food right here, too. Oh, boy. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> oh, yes, no, man. All right, this ninja right here, he crying. Man, he should have cleaned his nose off before he did that video. That disgusting. All right, but uh, here we go right here. Look at what Look at what's happening, guys. What are we doing here? Gen Z is completely lost frame. <laughs> We've completely lost frame as to what is important and what is what. Take a look at this, man. This is, I can't believe, I can't believe this. By the way, oh, the humanity. watermelon is good. Watermelon is real good. So I don't know why we can't eat watermelon in front of white folks. But context here, gentlemen, um, I probably wouldn't record this shit. I probably wouldn't have this dynamic here. You know what I mean? Like that's setting us back just a little bit. <laughs> That's it. That's it. The back, man. Just a little bit, man. All right. I don't think this is what we want to do here. And not only that, you following up the dog. What the hell? You you come before the dog at least. Not with white girls. White girls, they dog come first. Look at her. She just a smiling, and he just happy as large right here. He run. All right. All right. Now I know what to do with Nova. I need to get me a Kaylee over here and feed me watermelon out of him. Oh man. This is crazy, man. The world's going. All right, last one. Last one. We're going to go to Young Jeezy. If you don't know Young Jeezy, he is a rapper. He was a rapper probably, what, the mid-2005s and all of that stuff? He was a gangster rapper. He used to talk about selling drugs and being the snowman and whatnot, where apparently Young Jeezy has something to say about straggles. And it says right here, Jeezy says his high-end Atlanta restaurant went downhill after he announced that he owned it. Oh. He announced that he owned it. This is an interesting conversation. Let me get the article here. And there is a video. Rapper Jeezy says that the luxury restaurant he once owned went downhill after he announced he owned it during a radio interview. Jeezy promoting his new book, Adversity for Sale, You Gotta Believe, appeared on the Daily Cannon Morning Show, where he recalled that the Atlanta high-end steakhouse he owned called American cult, American Cut. He says, probably one of the nicest steakhouses there, Jeezy told Nick Cannon. It had three stories, beautiful. I was like, it was like my best kept secret. And he says, I remember when Nas was on tour and he stopped by and he was like, yo, you own this? This is crazy. He continued. And the Thug Motivation rapper initially kept his ownership of American Cut private. But he let the cat out of the bag when he appeared on a local radio uh, station he says that's when things went left according to Jeezy and the community they turned his luxury eatery into a local hangout spot get out of the community he says I went back there and you would have thought it was Freaknik alright so let me see Freaknik let me see if I can get his audio on this he is in the oh hell alright give building, me uh, what the hell all right, y'all. Okay, here it is, right here. I was like, at least save the spot. And in the shops of Buckhead, yeah, uh, called American Cut, and probably one of. Oh, 
steakhouse there, three stories, beautiful. Mm. And it, it was like my best kept secret. I remember Nas was on tour, he stopped by, he was like, yo, this, I'm like, crazy. So we sitting there, but it's all classy. Right, right. right. Nah. Man, the minute I went on radio one day and it was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, on this American cut, uh, I went back there, you would have thought it was Freak Nick. They was in there. The whole thing is, it's started going down. You, you go in there to eat, you see a cat you used to hustle with, I'm like, oh my God. Hey, Jesus, then I could be up there. Well, that, that's an example of what I talk about all the time. Sometimes you got to get out of the community. You got to bounce, right? And so what he tried to do is what people tell people to do. Hey, come back to the community. Build. Have things for us to do. And he had it. Nobody knew. And everybody probably treated it nice. Then all of a sudden, he put it out there. And Ninja showed up. Twerking on the seats, probably fornicating, eating the punani, hanging out in the parking lot, parking lot pimping, running drug deals. This is right here. All right. And uh, it messed up his restaurant. So think about this when you are putting your business plan together. This actually became a very big talking point a few years ago in Houston where there was a guy. He came into the restaurant. It was a black guy. I guess he was the manager. And he said, that, I mean, you can see in the video, black women were twerking on the table and it was despicable. Uh, behavior and he said he had to stop everybody he he yelled at him he probably cursed at him and everybody's like it's not what he said it's the way he said it and he's like this is supposed to be a classy joint not ninjas twerking and people in the parking lot shooting people <laughs> selling drugs and doing drug deals hanging out um at two o'clock in the morning waiting to go to the bowling alley and play dice because that's what people do and, of course, he said this happened to even him. So think about this when you're looking to uh, make your best, your next investment. The community is not it. All right. Do not cater your, well, he didn't cater it. He said it was a high-end luxury joint. I don't know what it looked like. Maybe a fucking, um, what was it called, center cut? <laughs> All right. It was called, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull up uh, what it looked like. I can't get the name of the restaurant. It was called, uh, damn, I know I read it. It was called American Cut. All right, American Cut photos in Atlanta. Of course, Atlanta. Let me go ahead and see what the images look like. Um, yeah, this does look like, this does look like a high-end joint. It's Tribeca. They do have a Tribeca. I, I'm not sure. If, let, me, let me look up the one in Atlanta. I, this is not the one. That's the one in New York. All right, that's the one in New York. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me go ahead and show it right here. Uh, this looks classy. This is a classy joint right here. American cut delayed here. So it does look classy right here. I think this is one of the tables here. Look at this. This is a classy joint out here. They just can't have ish. They just can't have ish out here. All right. Anyway, that is straggle and sniggle theater. Let's hit the outro and let's get to these super chats. Hit it. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, let's get back to uh the super chats real quick. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got 17,000 people on the free on the free agent lifestyle channel. I can definitely see there's a difference between when you're using a streaming software versus StreamYard. There's definitely less people in here. It it happens that way. People don't get the notifications. And then also, oh, it's permanently closed. All right, 
close. But get the likes up so we can get some people in here. Shout out to Midwest Finest says uh, more rainbow is less competition for women. Harem King says, hey, CGA, would you add a live call-in option? Not Now, I'm going to probably go away from the call-in show because um, ninjas be talking like for five minutes <laughs> straight. All right, ninjas cannot land the plane, all right, on the call-in show. And uh, they get the calling in and talking and jibber-jabbering. <laughs> jibber-jabbering. Anyway, all right, anyway, uh, let's see here. Shout-out to uh, Justin O. If I did, I would have somebody else run it on my channel, though. Justin O says, checking in from leaving my, we can't say that word there. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. All right, his, you know I can't say that, Juco. He says, if you were in Sunday's stream, you know my situation. Had to change my SIM card. Give me the prices wrong. Oh, brother. Uh-oh, you got a clinger. Stage five clinger. <laughs> right. What happened, brother? You you fought, you fell out of frame. You fell out of frame. Shout out to Hodge. He says, heard a quote saying that most people are happy with making enough money to pay their bills and being famous. They're paying more money per month to live in a city that if they were to buy, then if they were to buy a house, he says, and they always fail. So, you know, they're following their dreams. Unfortunately, their plan is to get famous on social media, which is Quite difficult today. So what you're seeing is them pushing the envelope of creativity to an all-time low, all right? And they're just doing things that just don't make sense. And uh, like the NPC challenge. So they're trying to live in the city and live their dream, sex in the city. But what they're eventually doing is they're doing more ridiculous things. Like they're, it's just difficult. It's difficult. But people got to live their dream out. I don't know what to tell you, bro. You know, young people... Do you guys know that the, the one job that most people want to do is be a content creator? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the age of the person is. Content creator is the most popular job option for Gen Z. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. All right. We do have one more super chat, and I'm going to get over to PayPal. Cali West Miami. He says, brothers are down bad. The video of that old Ling Ling holding the brother in here, her warm embrace was literally definition of ninja snuggle. Shout out to the free agent lifestyle. By the way, that video got censored heavily when I uploaded it. So I don't remember what was on the video, but they, they, they uh, blocked that video. They gave me a warning on the CGA uh, react channel. So I put a clip up of that video on the CGA Reacts. I came back the next day to, to really release it and make a thumbnail, and they blocked it. And I was like, what? I was like, why the hell did they block it? Well, they blo I don't know why they blocked it, but they blocked it. So interesting enough, uh, you know, that guy probably went there. Maybe it was because he possibly was underage. I have no idea. I have no idea why they blocked it, but they were like, I, I've never... I don't think I've gotten a video blocked like that in my YouTube life where I came back and they were like, blocked, denied, gave me a warning and everything. I was like, it was a video of um, they were at a party and it was an older Ling Ling and she looked to be drunk and falling all over him and he was going to take one for the team. He was going to take one for the team. JC says, why the community protect, why the community protect and hype the turd surfers? All right, because they want to emasculate men. 
They want to emasculate men. Uh, the community hypes up the emasculation of the male. And that these are your black women that do this typically. Uh, let me just give you an example right here, just in case you missed it. This is it right here. So I just gave you several examples of men of all races. So we had, so we had on today's show, we had this, we had the reading rainbow ninja, and we had the white girl feeding the ninja watermelon. I mean, <laughs> like, how far do you want to go into it? This is the new standard. And if you don't agree with it, they're going to be mad at you. Shout out to Jones G says morning coffee for the coach. Thanks, my brother. Appreciate you for being here. And we got PayPal. We're going to go backwards and forwards. Let me see what I got here. Yes, we got uh, this brother here. Let me see if I can say your name. We got, we got Cloud Consulting says, I Googled the pre percentage of prenups that are overturned in court and read that 48% of prenups are overturned. Is that true? I don't know. And that's you. I don't know. I've never seen that data. If you can post that on locals, if you're on locals, post the data. I would be interested to see if 48% of prenups are overturned, that would probably make you not want to go get a prenup. Uh, the lead attorney can probably talk about this, right? <laughs> the lead attorney can probably talk about this. 48% of prenups are overturned. So I can't confirm or deny it yet, but it probably sounds about right. Hey, we got a sponsorship in the building. What do we got here? He says, catching up on my tuition. This is Leonard. He says, catching up on my tuition. Thanks for the free agent lifestyle. Thanks to the free agent lifestyle. He says, thank you, coach, for being an anchor of sanity in this sea of madness. Yes, the rhythm, the rebel. This is weird because, yeah, man, I think what it is is I'm just old, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. We live in a really, really mad world, and I cannot blame millennials, young millennials, and Gen Z. I was thinking of this last night because I was tossing and turning. I couldn't get good sleep. But I was thinking about why my message is so interesting to a lot of people. And I'd have to think anybody under the age of 30 just don't know. Like, what they don't know is they don't know what it used to be. They don't know what we had. They just have their reality. And we were like that when we were growing up. We didn't know what it was. So when we talk about things, they're thinking, what are you talking about? This is our reality. And you're just old and a barbarian and a misogynist. So their reality has ninjas walking around here tippy-toeing with their shorts rolled down, swiveling their hips in front of a camera for likes. What they have is milly mouth weak men. What they have is very, very effeminate males. Men that actually kowtow and bow down to the woman and simp. Now, what's happening is there's a culture of men kind of learning from others, and they're not doing it anymore. So the women are doing and saying stuff like this. Let me see if I can get the sound bite. Um, they're saying stuff like this. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? But I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you. When I was a young man, and yes, boomers and the lost generation or the silent generation, they had simps, meaning that their behavior was like they would take care of a woman no matter what. They would do the happy wife, happy life thing. But here's the thing. There used to be men that were like all-out barbarians back in the day. 
like how old men used to talk to you <laughs> and talk about you and do you and slap you upside the head and call you all kind of you ain't shit <laughs> pieces of shit. They used to fart. They used to take out. They used to take out. Uh, uh, who remembers back in the day when the older men, like when I was young, these men were like 50 and 40 and 50 and 60. They used to have a handkerchief. They have the hanky. All right, these old men, you sitting at the table, you just eating all your food, you eating macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and he just take out his handkerchief, boom, take it. All at your table. Fold it up. White, white, white. And you looking at this ninja like, <laughs> you look at him like, oh, the humanity. Now you're not hungry for macaroni and cheese no more. Looking at all that, he's sitting there. And then fold it up, put it right back in his pocket. Put it right back in his pocket with his hands. And then shake your hand. He'll rub your head. What's going on, man? A little, little, look with the snot on his hand. <laughs> well, this is actually more sanitary than, and you're like, Right. How's that more sanitary? When you're wiping snot, you're a snot. You didn't wash no hands or nothing. He light a cigarette. He get his pack. Like Cedric the Entertainer, he get his pack. Light a cigarette right in front of you. <sighs> Blow all in your face. What's your little, little ninja right here? <sighs> Blow all in your face. <laughs> Yo, they used to do some wild shit. Wild. Tug my finger. <laughs> They did, they do, men back in the day, they just tell a woman, look at a gal. They call them broad. This dizzy broad. These gals, you, you want to see misogynist. You think men are misogynist today? The men in the past used to be hella misogynist. Like, they would be like, oh, this dizzy broad. These broads can't think. <laughs> look at these gals. Oh, my God. There were no women. There were no women. They, no man called a woman a woman. They were girls, dames. They were always little girls. Come here, little girl. Come here. Now, lay over my lap. Spank, spank, spank. Get out of here. Get out of here. The woman just tiptoes out. <laughs> Can't say nothing. But these dudes today would cry in their soup at the behavior of men in the past. They couldn't make it. They couldn't make it. You walk in, you know, remember when you was a kid and you used to walk through the room, all the old heads sitting in there doing whatever they doing. Oh, by the way, you walk in, you didn't even walk in the room when the old heads was in there. Like wherever adults were, Ninja, you walked in, you just be like, hope they don't notice me. Get your little peanut head ass over here. Go on out there. <laughs> Go on out there. Get out there. What you doing out there? Your uncles just get on you. You like looking at them, walk all off. And them ninjas. <laughs> and don't open your mouth in their conversation. See, these kids are crazy today. Do not open your mouth in their conversation. Old people sitting around arguing, fussing, just talking, drinking, smoking. The room is full of smoke. The room is full of smoke and it's dark. 
Ninjas is like, oh, don't smoke around the kids. It's just smoke. Smoke-filled room. You go in there playing spades and bid whiz. You go in there, and they talking about something, and you like, oh, yeah. I remember when the room would get quiet, and somebody will come backhand your, their hand to your mouth. Boom. Like Bernie Mac said, your teeth click, click. And you get a cut on your lip. You only have to have that one time. <laughs> one time you get that backhand, right? Pop you in the mouth. You like, <laughs> man, that's how they used to do you back in the day as kids. So you stay out of grown folks conversation because you have nothing to add. Now in our generation, it is the people who are 16 to 20 to 25, they think they're going to tell old people what to do. They think they're going to tell the old heads what to do. Unfortunately, the old heads, this is where we're messing up. The old heads today trying to be like the young kids today. So we're trying to be cool. We trying to be running out there, running game, and hanging out with the girls their age. And we hanging out with the dudes their age. And then when you try to tell them something, man, shut your old head ass up. Let me tell you. You could not tell an old head back when I was growing up to shut up. Maybe white kids could in the. But you cannot tell old heads shut up in a room full of old heads, man, bro. No, <laughs> they pop you on that forehead. They get you in the, uh, the, the Adam's apple. That's what they used to do. They used to flick you right here. <laughs> all right, they to get you all that, bro. You can't tell them that because the the that we just have a young generation. Uh, generation X parents messed it up. Yeah, Generation X parents messed it up. So now we gotta tell. Oh, how's it going, Tommy? Today, how's it going? Are you having a good time? Oh, how's your life going? Oh, tell us how to parent. Oh, I want to be cool like you. Can I make a TikTok video like you? So now the old the young heads they don't respect. They don't respect men in their 40s. They don't respect women in their 40s like that they, because they're too busy trying to be their friend. The mom's enabling these daughters so that the mom can never tell the daughter what's up. The daughter's telling the mom what she going to do. So Gen X messed it up to where young people don't have respect for the older people anymore, and it is what it is. So if I look at it and say, why is it, what is going on out here? I just look at it as these people don't have a sense of what our reality is. We grew up really hitting our head in the 1990s. And I'm not a revisionist history person, but 1990s to really the 1980s was an innocent time compared to now. It was an innocent time. Looking back, if any of you guys are 80s babies, I'm an 80s baby. I was born in the late mid 70s. But my childhood was the 80s. Thinking back, what we used to watch now, we were really in an innocent time compared to today. I mean, we had our stuff now. We did our things, but it was innocent compared to how kids grow up today. Very, very, very innocent. And if you're older than that, it's a little bit more innocent. We were well insulated and protected. In fact, the television used to go off at, at, at midnight. You couldn't just stay up all day. You're like, I'm going to stay up all day and watch TV, right? The television go off. 
Like no more TV. Everybody go to sleep. And that was part of programming. Television programming, the government said, hey, we can't have these people sitting in front of the TV all the time. All right, the whole damn day and into the night. We got to let these people get some sleep, get their ass up and get back to work. So the government essentially put that in like, no, nobody gets TV. That changed, right? So enough of that revisionist history shit. All right, enough of that revisionist history. Let's get back to these chats right here. Kevin W says, based on that TikTok house, I would say invest in Big Pharma because Gen Z is done. Gen Z is done. All right, Gen Z. Shout out to Gen Z. We don't want to scare the piss out of them. Because they're like, you old heads had your time. We want to mess our lives up too. (laughs) All right. We want to mess our lives up too. All right, let me check on Venmo and then let me see if I got here. Uh, What we got going on. Uh, Let's see what Venmo looking like. Oh, no government name. SD says was in line at the jazz festival this weekend. And in line next to me was a cute woman. We chopped it up and she's a 22 year old recent grad. He says, I thought the young women didn't want us old guys, coach. Uh Uh-huh. And where are we at here? Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Hey, man, women have a daddy fetish out here. Do not let these people lie to you. They got some daddy fetish. All right, for for mate for a variety of reasons. And I don't want to hear about this. Well, they just want your money. Old women want your money too. The worst thing about old women is they ain't got no time and they want you a little bit of money and some time. Right? And they barely got time to give. All right, but yeah, man, they 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 don't have fathers. That's a, that's what's going on out here. Cuz they call it what? Father daddy issues and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Shout out to Kaylin, and he says, the happy wife, happy life phrase is one of the biggest lies ever. Women are never happy to begin with, and men are far easy to please. The phrase should be happy man, happy land. I've never heard that one before. Shout out to you. Happy man, happy land. I've also heard, actually, I have a video. Man, I meant to show it to you, but I think I lost it. Of a rich guy, and he has this plain, he has this flat-backed old, what? Uh, well, she wasn't that old. But anyway, he's taking her through this big-ass mansion, $6 million house. And he's taking her through the closet. And then he was like, <laughs> you know, he, he had his button up. You know what I mean? He had his button up with the, uh, with the cuffs a different color. And he had his bling. And he, was in the portion, he had his Porsche 911. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is fantastic. I, I hope she likes this. I, I'm going to get it for her. You know, <laughs> they were in the walk-in closet. You know, happy wife, happy life. He said that shit. I was like, mm. he was, I'm like, you about to buy a $6 million house. Talk about happy wife, happy life. What the hell? And then she followed right up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a huge walk-in closet. And she was like, you know, he'll get the closet downstairs. And this is all for me. So she followed up with his goofy ass. I can't wait. I can't wait to show you that, man. I'm like, yo, we got some goofy ninjas out here. Van says, I might go to the doctor doing the show to discuss a potential serious health situation. Just giving you a head up. Okay, Vans. Oh, right. What'd you catch? But email me if you, um, you know, if you want to update me for sure. All right. Thank you, man. Wow. Be careful. Careful out there. What are we doing here? We got Kaylin says, what's up, CGA? I'm liking your new graphics. He says, you're continuing to progress with your content, and it's inspirational. Keep up the great work. Appreciate it, brother. And with that being said, I'm going to do a couple super chats, and we're going to take a quick break. And 
what's going on with my show here. Hold on for a second. I can't get my mouse to operate. Martin says another YouTuber has a voice mailbox where people can leave a voicemail and they can respond from there. Also, you missed my super chat this morning. All right, where is it at? I don't know. Oh, no, I did miss it. You're right. He says, growing up, I was into debauchery, but these city women in their 20s also are much more uh, debaucherous than I ever was, and it's a turnoff. He says, I now know why women only mess with me when they need the meat. Yes, welcome to sexual liberation. The funny thing about that, the funny thing about that is there was a time where men, just think about this. Just think about this. Going for my old heads, and you young men, listen up. There was a time when men used to be like, I wish it was easier to get sex from women. (laughs) Now, there's certain men that are going to say, well, it's easy for me. Okay, I, I got it, I got it. But there was a time when it was like, yo, if women were whores, <laughs> if women were liberated, if women had sex drives like men, if women didn't want sex and commitment, there was a time when that existed. There were some women out there. There were some men already with those women and out there. So let me just get that straight. There are some men out there. There, are some, there were some women out there. But today, it's the norm to be more like that than committed in relationship. You had to work to get a little bit of stank on your finger. So much so, you impress a ninja. You'd be like, look, I was with Stacy. Look, you show up. Look, I was with Stacy. Look. You had to do, most guys had to be like waiting months, waiting months for sex, like six months. I know guys that would wait, especially when you were younger, like you wasn't getting it on. You'd be waiting months just to fingers, just the fingers on. When you were older, like 22, 24, you'd be waiting three, uh, you'd be waiting three full months, three full months. Now, people think I'm tripping, but there was a book that came out called The Rules. There was a book that came out called The Rules. In this book that came out, I want to say 1990, probably 1995. I'm going to look it up real quick. This book came out, and it told women, listen, if this book came out now, women would go nuts. Now, Steve Harvey kind of made the same kind of rule. They told women to wait three Months before they gave up anything. Three months. Let me see if I can pop this up on the screen right here. In the book. All right, so this is the book here. I don't want to say it right here. You remember the rules? So it was like two women, and I can't say. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. No, we can't say that because the author's names are. The author's names are Ellen Fine and Sherry Snyder. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. Well, right here, the time-tested secrets for capturing the heart of Mr. Wright. 90 days before you got some punani. 90-day rule. What person today, other than a very young person, is waiting 90 days? They can't wait 90 minutes right now. 
But for women, this is a problem for them, too, because they're like, hey, what are we supposed to do out here? If we make them wait, they're not going to wait, and they're not. So, brothers, is, is, so we have the, the idea of hookup culture is a very new phenomenon relatively coming from the 90s. I mean, there always have been hookup cultures throughout generations. But this particular digital sexual revolution is off the charts. So now you're trying to reel it back. And again, you're trying to reel it back to people who don't haven't lived that reality. They haven't lived that reality of waiting 90 days. They heard it, they hear it, and they're like, yeah, we want to do it. But women are, have been liberated sexually. So they'll be like, hey, well, I'll, and so what they do now is we're going to talk about the spectrum here uh, later on. What they do now is they'll say, well, I'll give this guy the sex and I'll make this guy wait. They did that in the past too, not at the rates that we're doing it today. As you can see, Houston's got that hot pocket fire crotch out there. So what they do now is they say, okay, I'll have this guy wait and then I'll have this guy give it to him. I'll give it to him right away. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Talk about that in a minute. All right, do me a favor, hit that like button. And uh, we running commercials in here. Take me to a commercial. Let's do brothers shout out to the coach gang we back look at that trying to make it a show do me a favor get the free agent lifestyle book the link is in the description box below i've noticed that people don't really know what the philosophy is of the free agent lifestyle and what they're doing is they're they're trying to they're trying to figure out how to get through life and they're looking at me now the problem is you're looking at me living my life as it is today and not applying the lessons of the free agent lifestyle so if you want to cut corners, you're going to find out cutting corners is not desired. Go back to Free Agent Lifestyle, page one. Go through your monk mode phase. Commit to your path and your passion. And then accelerate on from there. This is a years-long commitment. Sometimes maybe two years. Not monk mode, but a full commitment. Get back to the basics first. Get abundant mindset. Also, develop a passion or a purpose. And also, clear the deck ladies hoes alone with that being said let's get back to the show and these cheesy rats all right let's get to these women right here guys check this out kevin costner kevin costner you know he had that horrible divorce and it's still pending she wanted like two hundred and thirty thousand dollars in child support per month and she signed a prenup and it basically got thrown out the judge awarded her about $128,000 in child support, all right? And so she got a win. Now, Kevin Costner knew something was up. He gave up his show, Jelly Stone, and he returned back to save his marriage with Christine. But unfortunately, Christine allegedly was having a sexual liaison with the person who was renting out the guest house at $64,000 a month. 
He's supposedly a tech financier. Now, the she tried to say I didn't have an affair. However, guess who she's with after she got awarded the temporary spousal support? <laughs> guess who she's with now? Right there on the beach, the proof is in the pudding. So when they say they not out here in these streets. In these streets. All right, do me a favor. Refresh the screen on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. They tripping. All right, they tripping over there. You might have to refresh the screen. All right, guess where she is. In these streets. All right, after she got her money, she went right back and crawled back to the cheater. There's always another bull in the ring. So guess what? Guess what? Let's take it. New, 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 new world Let's order. take a look at it. Let's take a look at it. So this is the wife. This is the dedicated wife that wanted to save the marriage, but she went out and stole the money. So here it is right here. Kevin Costner's ex, Christine Spotted, in Hawaii with financier Josh Connor amid her divorce from actor. She's enjoying a Hawaii vacation as her divorce with Costner continues. There she is right there. Christine Costner's enjoying a Hawaii vacation as her divorce continues. This strange ex-wife, 49, was spotted at the beach with her kids on Thursday and a photo first published by TMZ showing her also spending time with Josh Connor, a financier who lived near them in California. Uh-oh, who lived near them, guys. Bruh, you guys think this is a game, don't you? There's always another bull in the ring, right? You guys think this is a game. When I tell you they're on the spectrum, when I tell you women don't leave marriages and relationships like that, they don't just up and leave. They're going to make it, they're going to make sure they hand you the scissors and then they're going to hop in someone's lap and they're going to say, you drove me to him. You drove me to cheat. It's all your fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, it's always Jermaine's fault. All right, we keep proving this, but you keep not listening. So while, by the way, if you guys don't know, I'm going to give you the background. Um, I might try to see if I can pull up the photo. There was a guest house on their property. Now, their property was a mega property. This was the property that they were trying to, um, 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 that, that she got kicked out of. So what they did was they, they had another bigger house. It, it's a guest house, but it's a large house. He was paying $64 million to live there. I mean, $64,000 a month, the guy that she was with. So while Kevin Costner's out filming the movie, when she said, you better get back here, you better quit that movie, you better come save the marriage, when she gave him that ultimatum, that was the, that was the other bull in the ring, okay? Mm. I teach you this. When a woman gives you an ultimatum, that means there's another bull in the ring. That means somebody else is in her ear. That means she's thinking about jumping over and monkey branching. It doesn't mean come save the marriage. She's giving you notice that you are now on the outskies. Mm. All right, and uh, I'm just proving it here. This is, hey, by the way, Giselle did Tom Brady the same way. So Giselle, if, you, if, you're, not, if you're not keeping track, Giselle told Tom Brady, better quit football, better come back. It's, guys, it's a game plan. <laughs> better come back. Um, um, uh, you better come back and raise these kids. You better do your part. You better let me focus on my career. It wasn't about that. What happened was women can't serve two masters. I don't care if one master's a millionaire and the other one is. I don't care if he's broke and the other one's rich. They cannot serve two 
masters. So what happens now is she sent the warning. You better get in here and do what you're supposed to do or else you're going to lose me. I'm getting cheeks clapped right now. And she was, let me see if I can pull up the property, by the way. Let me see if I can pull up the property. So you can, so I can show you how close they were. Kevin Costner uh, house. Let's see here. So I can show you how close you guys, man, you guys think this is a game. Let's see if I can find the house. Uh, I think this is okay. They have a video. I want a photo. I want a photo. Okay, so here's the photo right here. Let me go ahead and pop this up on the screen. Uh, how's the free agent lifestyle channel doing? For some reason, I'm getting um, I'm getting that we're good over there. Are we thumbs up good over there? So this is the property right here. Let's go ahead and zoom in. Now, allegedly, this is the house that they had. This is the main part of the house. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find it. I believe that the boyfriend that she's now with lived right here, if I'm not mistaken. It's possible. There's a guest house back here too. But I think this was across the street. So I believe that the guest house where the guy who she's now, now with in Hawaii, he lived here. This is where they stayed. You cannot tell me these cheesy rats was not getting hurt. What? Yeah, this is a compound. And this was the house she didn't want to leave, by the way. She was like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> All right. So she was like, I'm not leaving this house. I'll say we good over there. Thank you, brothers. Appreciate it. Hit the like button over there. Thank you. So while he's away filming in Wyoming and the guys here, guys, we have the evidence. We have the evidence. Let me see here. Oh, wait a minute. I got to go back. Let me do this right here. I'm, I'm working the magic over here. I'm working the magic. All right. Doing the tribal circle. While he's recording films, she's out clapping cheeks in the backyard. There's always another bull in the ring. No condoms. No condoms either. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Raw skeet. Putting the kids down the bed. And now women are going to say, well, he should have been there for him right there. Yeah, but guess what? She's like, straight jacking. All right. Straight jacking. Straight jacking your bitch. Got your bitch. Now, we don't know what's going to happen there. When the lust wear off, we're going to figure out what's what. And apparently, he's a wealthy man, too. So it's not like he, she went for the money. Not only that, she's about to get a smooth $128,000 in her bank account per month. So it's really not about the money. But what we're seeing now is a pattern. Giselle Bunchen did the exact same thing. This woman did the exact same thing. Pretty much all wives are going to go through this phase where they're just unsure. And typically, it's going to happen when they are going to hit age 50. Right before or around age 50, they start thinking, am I going to stay with this guy for the next 25 years, right, 30 years? Am I going to ride it out with this guy? Or can I level up? Can I get a guy who's passionate, youthful, good sex, a guy that I respect, a guy that I'm not tired of, a guy that's not controlling, a guy that can satisfy me in a bit? Let me see how old this gentleman is, okay? He might be just a temporary. I don't think he's going to be there very long. Let me see. She's 49, so right before 50, that's her wake-up call. That's like the last call. Okay, mm, am I going to stay in this marriage or am I going to go out and hit these streets and have some fun? Am I going to stay with this guy? He's just sitting in the recliner over there. Or can I get me that young personal trainer at my gym and have a little bit of fun? Can I open my marriage? So you're seeing that. Let me see if I can find out how old he is. Okay. All right. 
Okay, all right, all right. So no age on him. Maybe if I Google him, what is his name? His name is Josh Connor. All right, Josh. Might as well be Chad. Let me see if I can get an age on Josh Connor. He is, oh man, there's too many Josh Connors there. All right, hold on for a second. Yeah, we don't know who he is. All right, let me see here. I'm going to say financier. Financier. Do we got an age on this ninja? All right, they, he ageless at this particular point. Yeah, we can't figure it out. All right, I don't have an age on him. So anyway, anyway, but you see what's happening here. Oh, she ain't the only one. You can't Wait till you hear this story, ladies and gentlemen. These cheesy rats. Are you ready for this story? This is an interesting story right here. Y'all ready for this? Now, this is a story about a woman um, who divorced her husband after he was convicted of a crime. Now, that's all I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to let the story tell you right here. Here we go. This man was sentenced to life in prison in 1982. Man was sentenced to life in prison in 1982. In 2008, he was released after new DNA evidence proved that Stephen Phillips was innocent. He was given $6 million by the government as an apology for keeping him in a cell for 26 years. Stephen was married in 1982 when he went to prison and his wife divorced him shortly after. But when she found out he had been given $6 million, she immediately sued him to try to get half that money for herself. I can't even begin to imagine the heartbreak Stephen must have experienced. First, to spend 26 years behind bars for a crime you didn't commit. Then to have the woman you love divorce you only to come back in your life decades later to try to get money out of you. That's so messed up. Thankfully, the judge ruled in Stephen's favor and his now ex-wife was to be given precisely zero dollars. Stephen was asked about the situation by reporters and he only had one sentence to say. When the cheese is on the table, that's when the rats come out. Woo! Wow, shout out to the brother there, first of all, for getting let out of uh, his horrible situation. He had to endure all that time. Now, let me just say something right quick. Let me just say something. The fact that she divorced him when he got sentenced to prison, that's not a bad deal. Listen, I know people are like, she should have stood by him. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. She shouldn't have stood by him. I mean, he's going to jail for life. All right, for, for life. <laughs> all right, and so um, since she's going to jail for life, she's like, well, I got to move on. And move on she did, rightly so. But unfortunately, she did not predict the future, and nobody probably could predict the future that he didn't actually do the job uh, or do the, the, the deletion, and so he got let out of prison. And for his, his time, they said, we got to pay that ninja. Fine. Her ass should have stayed over where she was at. Unfortunately, this is not how women work, especially older women. And of course, them young girls only want you for money. And here her goofy ass came back crawling. <laughs> Where's my money? She literally said, I'm entitled to half. Half your money? Uh, no. Nope. No. This is crazy. This is absolutely a crazy story. And uh, he told that bitch to get at her place right here. Check it out. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, play the story again. Despicable, disgraceful. This man was sentenced to life in prison in 1982. In 2008, he was released after new DNA evidence proved that Stephen Phillips was innocent. He was given $6 million by the government as an apology for keeping him in a cell for 26 years. Stephen was married in 1982 when he went to prison and his wife divorced him shortly after. But when she found out he had been given $6 million, she immediately sued him to try to get half that money. <laughs> 
<laughs> look at this, man. Yo, yo, this is cold, man. Women treat men like just a big old fat, goofy ass wallet. And they act like nothing but despicable leeches. All right, this is crazy. Why would she think to come back for that money? <laughs> Ninja sit the door like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you? Why would she think? But they don't have any pride when it comes to money. No pride. They will sell their kids. They will destroy their children. They will come back crawling, leeching. They will beg. They will beg the courts. They will use old archaic laws. They will treat you like a big old juicy fat old gump. It's an evil world we live in. They don't give a shit when it comes down to these dollars and surviving. Remember, they're there to survive. They're here to survive, and they're very, very big survivors. So this is what you're experiencing right now, guys. You're experiencing this. And this woman, uh, let's go ahead and see, show her again. She's one of the good ones. What was she doing those 26 years when he was in prison, locked down, getting her cheats clapped? She probably married and divorced a whole nother man. She probably married and divorced a whole nother man, sitting back broke, and took her fat ass to the courthouse. <laughs> right? This is mind-blowing. She took her, look at her. Look, let, me, let, me, let me see if I can blow this up. Look at this woman. No, no pride. No shame. No shame at all. Look at this bitter woman. <laughs> this is disgraceful. She like, nope, you owe me half. Judge kicked her the hell out. Get your fat, goofy, lumpy, <laughs> dumpy, humpty, dumpty ass up out my court. All right, with that bullshit, here we go. Money for herself. I can't even begin to imagine the heartbreak Stephen must have experienced. First, to spend 26 years behind bars for a crime you didn't commit. Then to have the woman you love divorce you, only to come back in your life decades later to try to get money out of you. That yeah, now, see, again, I don't mind the divorce. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you gonna go be down for life. I gotta go scramble, all right? But she was getting throttled out here. And now she's like, oh, you owe me half. That's so messed up. Thankfully, the judge ruled in Stevens. Look at the judge. I wish this is the real judge, too, because he out here showing his teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. I hope this is the real judge, brother. You know, you know, brother, to keep a man down. Don't let these girls, don't let these girls keep a good man down. Favor and his now ex-wife was to be given precisely zero dollars. Stephen was asked about the situation by reporters and he only had one sentence to say. When the cheese is on the table, that's when the rats come out. Yeah, when the cheese, remember guys, this is nothing new. When the cheese is on the table, that's when the rats come out. All right, be conscious of this. Okay, let me do this uh, right here. This is a brother here and this is an older guy, so bear with me. He's gonna talk about um, I don't know if I can play the whole clip because it is quite lengthy, but he's going to talk about adolescence. You guys know my philosophy on teenagers. Teenagers are young adults. All right. They're young adults. They're not kids. All right. We have this arrest develop, arrested development mindset where we call everybody kids. Oh, she's 21. She's a kid. 25. Kid. Now we go to 30, 40. When, when is it going to stop? And they're just still trying to act like kids out here. Oh, you got time. And I tell you, you don't. There was a time where once you hit 11, and wait, let me just do this. In many cultures, 13 signifies the leap between, for a male, 13 signifies the leap between young kid and then early adulthood. You have the bar mitzvah. For the girls, it's the bat mitzvah, bat mitzvah, uh, 15. 
a lot of coaches have it at 13, where it was like, okay, now you need to get series, play times over, and whatnot. Not saying to put away the toys, but now you're entering into responsibility, where you can actually get a person pregnant, right? You can actually delete a person and serve some big time, right? You can actually do things physically, start to learn how to use your body physically. So in times past, we had those. Now, in our current time, we've just suspended all of that growth, let people sit around, play, party, smoke weed, do drugs, drink, have sex, create babies, make bad decisions from 13 all the way to 28. When nature has told us, that that is not the order of nature. So then we look out there just still learning. They're young. They let them go out there and make mistakes. While they don't use their body, they don't actually get things started in their life, they actually start late. Now, I'm not saying treat 13-year-olds like adults. However, 13-year-olds, not that long ago, had major responsibility, right? Up to 13, 14, especially in the agrarian cultures. When you talk about farms and all of that shit, these people had responsibility. Um... When you talk about, um, you know, people that uh, these, these actually work laws had to be put in place because kids got sent to work. Kids got sent to work back, you know, in times where oh, you old enough, you could, go, you could go bring home a check. And factories, they would actually take advantage of these kids. I mean, and yes, the people who are wearing nice designer clothes and Nike uh, Jordans. Yeah, these kids are making those shoes, by the way. You have kids working. So kids would be working in sweatshops. Kids could bring home a, a paycheck, which now today, these kids don't start off bringing home a paycheck until they're 23. Mm. All right, or 18 or 19. Let me show you this here. Let's, let's break this down. I don't believe that teenagers and young people have that much time to screw around. See, it's one thing to say they're just a kid, but it's another thing to say, let them screw around. For example... On college campuses, we heard all the young people to these campuses at what? 17, 18, 19, and then they'll probably get serious about school around 21, 2021 junior year. But the first few years, you're just hurting them there. And what do they do? Party. So much so that if you don't send your kid there, what, what are they going to do? They just don't have no other answer. Let me show you this here. There's a, there's a video of a guy who's going to break this down. Break it down. Let me see if this is it. All right, I don't know if you guys can see this part right here. <laughs> Let me see here. Nah, that was too much. All right, I'll just make it larger. That's what he said. Most powerful weapon of mass instruction of all of them is the artificial extension of childhood. Back at the end of the 19th century, and a little before that in Germany, Oh. After centuries Hold of up. trying, the business, the military, the institutional, and the church leadership succeeded for the first time in history in imposing a centralized form of schooling. Okay. And while it might be argued that the urge for education is timeless and universal, it's so there was no public knowledge of the radical utopian strategy that was gradually inserted in these school places. And the most radical of all was the artificial extension of childhood. 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 Now, 
Bear with him. He's a little slow. He's older. I had to speed him up to a half a speed. Okay, I had to speed him up. But the artificial extension of childhood, that's an argument that I've been making for quite a long time. Where ninjas be like 24, 25, 26, what you going to do? I don't know. I think 28, 29, what you going to do? I don't know. All right, so listen to it here. That's a deliberate lengthening of the period of childish dependency. By 199, this is very precise now, four years had been tacked onto childhood in the United States. And so okay, by 1909, four years have been tacked onto childhood. I've been saying the same thing. Teenager is a phrase that I've been reporting to you. Teenager is a new phrase popularized somewhere around the 1940s and the 1950s. Before that, it was not used. And I actually have a um, chart to show you they actually can track how, how long words were used. Teenager was not used for thousands of years. It was only used after the 1940s, okay? Where you could say teenagers. Why was teenagers used? Because teenagers was a what? Let's see if you can figure out. What was a teenager? Why was the word teenager introduced in our culture? Let's see if we can get it. And when you get it, you'll get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, right here. He says a lot of old folks, all old people just jealous. All right. Yes. Um, it's a marketing term. Gear Z net. It's a marketing term. So like we have marketing terms today. Transgender. Okay. Transgender is kind of a new word in our culture that's introduced. That was the word teenager in 1940. It just wasn't that controversial. So teenager is a marketing term. Uh, to try to coin, to try to sell to that demographic. Acne cream, music, condoms, lifestyle, clothes, shoes. It's a marketing term. So let's go back to it. And what he's saying is because we introduced this, we've tacked on years to young people's lives. All right, so let me go back to the clip because he's breaking it down. Similar periods in the other important countries. But in the United States, by 1909, four years had been added. Where do I get that very precise figure? From one of the major designers who added the four years. So it's pretty impeccable information. By 1960, 10 years had been added to childhood. Okay, it's 1960s. Yeah, magazines, junk food, movies. He said by 1960s, 10 whole years had been tacked on to childhood. What does that mean? I'm assuming he's thinking about college. So 13 to 23. So you're still a kid. And, and I cringe when people say that. Oh, you're 22 year old. You're still a kid. You're not a kid, bro. You're not a kid. You're a whole ass adult. So he's saying you don't start life until you graduate with that degree. So you're a kid until then. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right, so now, let's go now. He's going to catch up, catch us up to our present time. Take a look or a listen. By 2000, 20 years. 20 years. In Washington, D.C., a couple of years ago, several very important foundations said that adolescence wasn't over until the age of 32. 32. 32. So he's saying 24 years. So that 13, 12 is coming up. 20 years from 13, 32, you know, give or take. 
is when people, you know, women are saying stuff like this, you know, like that. And that's you. All right, I've had my fun. I'm ready to settle down. I've had my fun. I'm ready to settle down. You see a lot of people say, oh, I got time in my 20s. Well, not really. You're in the second quarter of your life. Now, I'm going to end it on that one because he can be quite boring. All right, so think about this, what we've done to our young people. I think we've deliberately, deliberately, or some people inadvertently, stunted everyone's growth by saying, well, you got time, you can figure it out. Now, I'm not trying to get you guys to panic, but when I have a, I have a group of men that say they feel lost, much of it is because you have a failure to launch. You're not getting on your grind fast enough. One of the other factors are in a certain time in our period of history, we would have already started families and had the love of our life at least one time. Today's women aren't doing this. They have time. They have until they're 32. They're still a child at 32. So men are lost because they can't apply that purpose to a mate. It's a double-edged sword. So they're like, what am I supposed to be out here doing? Well, go get a job. Okay, and then what? (laughs) What about love? What about romance? Sucker for love ninjas. I'll just be a stepdaddy. I got a horrible uh, clip that I want to show you tonight of men just choosing to be a stepdaddy to a young woman. Now, this single mother thing is not intended for young men at all. The single mother thing is not intended for young men. All right, do me a favor. Hit the like button on this stream. Get to me at 2,000 likes. Get me to 1,000 likes. I'm going to do some super chats, and then we're going to do the biggest stop professions. All right, coming up, the biggest stop professions. Here we got some super chats here. We got on track man he says the female trucker's mother was caught lying the female trucker's mother am i lost here oh that woman he says dubai released an official response stating that she's not in jail and she had multiple charges so i think they did say they released her and uh i didn't know she she definitely was not arrested so people thought she was arrested but she just got released but I don't think she can leave. She did get her passport taken. So I think that part is true. Catfish A says, hey, coach, I swallowed the after pill six months ago. It felt like a 3,000 milligram niacin, niacin pill, niacin, all right, flushing out all the toxins. He says, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. All right, shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. Says, anyone giving you an ultimatum, they can kick rocks. Okay, kick rocks, guys. Never put up. I know this is some toxic masculinity shit right here. I'm telling you, never put up with an ultimatum from a woman. Never. Immediately tell her to go. I know not everybody's there and everybody has a scarcity mindset. But if she gives you an ultimatum, tell her to go. All right? Do not fall for it. And uh, Catfish A is talking about the after pill. This is the after pill. If we do have red pill ragers, we welcome you here. I welcome all types. I welcome the dating coaches, the game artists, the pickup artists. This is a place where you can come. We're non-denominational. We're non-denominational over here. Like, you don't have to be. We welcome the MGTOW. We welcome all over here. This is a place where you can come to relax. Now, For the Red Pill Ragers, I understand. 
It's tough out there. But what I would tell the Red Pill Ragers is, in fact, um, try to get through that stage and get to the next stage, which is acceptance. Accept where you are, accept what is, because we're now in a culture where we're not going back. But there is a place for you, and you got to find that place. But to rage out and and uh, demand that these women be loyal to men just because you're going to lose that battle. And it's time for you ninjas to boss up. Thomas Kelly says, Coach, do you got a picture of the top of, of her head? She looks familiar. Oh, my goodness. He says, I am sure she was in these streets. In these streets. You've seen her before. <laughs> All right. You've seen her before. That old woman, I think that's who we're talking about here. Shout out to the monks. We, we, we appreciate everybody here. I know I do make fun of people, and I do that just because. You know, we're, we're all not perfect and above criticism, even myself, although I'm the king of kings in here. Shout out to No Government Name says the new setup is clean. Clean as a whistle. Thank you, brother. I'm trying. I'm trying. This shows that I'm putting a little bit more emphasis. I'm always putting emphasis and trying to bring some value to the show. All right, let me see here. All right, my phone blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. All right. For a trill working a wheel, a pimp, not a simp. All right, so uh, let me see here. Let me check PayPal, and we're going to get on to the top, top professions. These dizots. Shout out to no government name SD at the Jazz Festival. Oh, by the way, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, the guy said he was at the Jazz Festival, and a young piece of calico was there. You just got to understand, she's there deliberately looking for mature men. That's like when y'all go to go bingo and go chase after gills. So I did want to bring that up. She's deliberately there to chase, not chase after, but, but to present herself in front of a mature man. And, you know, don't let these old women fool you. Them young girls don't want you. They have no idea. They were once young and they wanted mature men. But what, the one thing missing in younger women's life are mature men. Now, this doesn't mean there needs to be a tremendous age gap as in the one that I participate in because I am out here going crazy at the, the freshman class. Are you a freshman at the university? Right. No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. Now, me, on the other hand, my age range seems to be whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's whatever I can do. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. They need mature men in their lives. This is why once they hit 28, they hard-headed. They can't be told shit. Look at a woman. Where's any 28-year-old any woman here? Are there any 28-year-old women here? Watch this. I'm going to prove it right now. By the time a woman's 28, she's set in her ways. That's golden hardened. Her heart is black and colder than a Russian winter. Her eyes got the thousand cock stare. She can't be told nothing. She's untrainable. She cannot offer anything to a male unless she transacts and trades. So she wants a partner and she wants leverage and she can't be told anything. Younger, you're moldable. All young women need a mature man. Whether they get one or not is another story. But the ones who get one, you're getting good here. <laughs> anyway. So that younger woman that was at the festival, she probably was by herself. And she said, she said, instead of going to the nightclub, I'm going to go to the what? The jazz 
festival. That means she was on the prowl for daddy. She definitely was on the prowl. Damn daddy. Sizzle says, as a late millennial, age 30, I seen both sides. Coach, you were spot on with the old times. These kids don't even know, yet they think they do. That's why we need people like you, CGA. Yeah, man. I ain't letting these old ninjas tell me. Um, I mean, I ain't letting these young ninjas tell me what's up. Because y'all ain't got enough life experience to tell me shit. And by the way, young women, I don't, listen, I'm just letting you know. If you're a woman under 25, you ain't got shit to tell me about nothing. All right? Unless you want to tell me how to link my internet up or something like that. Hey, man, you can add this to your stream. Young women know zero about life. I don't care if you are very experienced and mature. You following (laughs) at all times. There's nothing you can tell me, and I'll prove it here. I'm going to prove it. Is there a young woman in here that's under 25? Let me know if you're in the stream because I'm going to prove it right now. I prove this. This is my litmus test for young women. Because they're, you know, you don't even have got your, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you right now. Yeah. All you guys grabbed it. Yeah. Are you here? Just tell me, just tell me, just tell me if you're here. I know you're watching me because you're watching me. Okay, daddy. You're watching me. All right, I'm going to prove it to you because you might be new. I've always tell you that this is the truth. This is why I can't listen to you, even if you're very intelligent. Shout out to Dennis. He says, thanks, Greg, for your work. Yeah, they quiet. They're in here. They're in here. Okay, I'll tell you. 25 years old, you know it all, don't you? You're a know-it-all, right? Well, let me prove this to you. Kaylee's in here, 24. Okay, I'm going to prove it to you. Are there 40-year-old women here? Raise your hand. I don't have the husband clip over here yet. Are there women in their 40s here present? Yes, I know you're here. 24-year-old women, listen to this. These women know this litmus test. I've done it before. 40-year-old women. Would you today take life advice from the 24-year-old version of yourself? I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> Where they at? They hear. They hear, but they don't want to talk. I'm going to ask you again. I'll ask it again. He says, my wife is 51. She asleep still. Okay. They hear. Which I'm going to tell again. You're 44. Would you take life advice from the 24-year-old version of yourself? The answer is nope. No. You wouldn't listen to a damn word she had to say. (laughs) Which lets me know who I don't need to listen to. She's 24 talking about blah, 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 blah. I know good and damn well once she's 44, everything she said, she ain't going to follow. So why the hell would I listen to her? (laughs) Why would I listen to her? She ain't got, she, dude, she ain't even going to listen to herself in about five years. Anyway, what are we doing here? I'm going to roll the dice on my life for that woman. Absolutely not. I won't even accept directions from her at this point. 
but we can have a good time. You can have a good time. Now, that is the litmus test because people are going to argue that I'm mature. Yeah. We go right here. We got Wayne Wonder says, Coach, tell Ebony Williams, don't get mad because I charge for my time, energy, and squashy. Price is wrong. Two vials. Hey, Ebony, by the way, Ebony used to be a looker back in the day. Yeah, Ebony Williams. I, I did a video on her. Ebony used to be, you know, a baddie. Ebony Williams running around here acting dumb right now. I still will fold. But she need to work up under that chin a little bit. I still will fold. But she out here going crazy. Das Token says kids today will graduate from the university on Monday and not even have a job in line for months. Crazy. Yep. Because, I mean, people told them, hey, you're going to get the degree? You're going to have people lining up. Man, it ain't, it ain't working like that no more. Zoman so Zoman. Or so man says, uh, coach, I'm Gen Z. As you and the coach gang already know, and I realize just how an anomaly I am, most of my peers don't even have a credit score. I believe you're 19 or 21. I can't remember. So, yeah, most people are so damn dumb and dumbed down. I just can't get it. You know, dumbing yourself down. Um, I was very mature for my age, meaning my outlook in life was very mature. Right, I made dumbass mistakes. I definitely made some Joe Biden-like mistakes. I've done some dumb things, and I'll do dumb things but again. Anyway, Daryl L. says, Peace Coach, I come from a military Southern background, and my college coach was an extension of that. After that, young folks can't tell me ish, but... Okay, Daddy. Shout out to them. That's all I want to hear, and I'll hear your jibber-jabber for just a few minutes. Last one, Zoman says, I'm blessed and beyond advanced, and I don't feel bad for none of them because while I was putting up, putting in the work, my peers are potheads and lazy-ass bums. All right, shout out to you. Wow. And uh, shout out to you for dumbing yourself down out here. Not you. You're actually winning out here. So do me a favor. The coffee's catching up. Hit the like button and subscribe to this channel. And we're going to be back with the top five thought professions. Let's get it. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who, this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job, really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I could do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now, 5-11. Let's All right, brothers, do me a favor. Hit that like button, man. Let's get to the top five thought professions out here. CGA running a whole damn show over here. And by the way, did you know I was featured on World Star? All right, so let me go ahead and put this up right here. Just so you guys know, I know you guys are new and you think I done came up with all of my content 
over the last couple of years listening to your other content creators. Shout out to my colleagues. But there I am in 2021 on Worldstar. <laughs> Shout out to CGA. And this is why they call me the Kang of Kangs. I ain't even try to be famous out here. But a ninja all on World Star, all up in the video. I'm on World Star twice. World Star Ninja CGA. They call me a OG in the building. They call me a OG, as you can see there. Uh, gone viral on World Star twice. All right, man. Listen, I didn't even have to pay him. I didn't even have to pay him. But let's see what he's talking about there. What are you talking about there, OG? All right, let's get after it. Top five thought professions. These are the top five professions that women hold that tend to do a lot of monkey double backflips on the carousel. So let's get after it. Social media influencer is number five. Listen, I know a lot of basic Beckys that got a lot of professional athletes and rock stars and rappers in their inboxes. Social media influencers are essentially just sugar babies, all right, doing their deed all across the world. Number four, teachers. What's going on with these teachers getting their back blown out by middle school kids? These women are out here thirsty. Number three, we're going to go with hairstylists, all right? They give it away with their eccentric personalities, all these hair colors and bull nose rings and whatnot. These women got some good peace leave, but they crazy out there. Number two, flight attendants, all right? Never trust a flight attendant. They get their back blown out from state to state, ocean to ocean. And number one, nurses, all right? Medical assistants, dental hygienists, medical assistants, all of that stuff, all right? Nurses, medics, all right? Really crazy out there on the carousel. All right, shout out to the OG in the building, all on world star representing there, all right? Yeah, he bitter and hurt too. I bet you he bitter and hurt. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I also did a video. There's a young CGA with the MGTOW in the back. Shout out to me. This video published in 2019. Of course, I stole it from someone else. Original air date right there. February 2019. Young OG in the building. Look at your boy. Look at your boy. He was starving. And I was living in a, what? how many square feet is that? I think this room is bigger than <laughs> I think that this room is bigger than that living room. All right, shout out to me right there. All right, what is the video called? Well, the video is called the top five biggest thought professions. Right there. You see the evidence. You see the receipts. February 2019, before y'all ninjas discovered the red pill. Way before. All right, shout out to CGA right there. Young CGA in the building. All right. Yeah, look, I aged like 12 years in four. I didn't hit the wall. <laughs> look, I hit the wall, Ninja. Where the look? <laughs> that was a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, I was struggling out here. I was struggling. <laughs> I was out here trying to make it out here. I was trying to make it in these YouTube streets. Now I got to cut you. All right. Look at I still had a black in my beard. I still had black in my beard. Yeah, man, I still have a baldy, though. That didn't, that didn't change. Still got a baldy. And guess what? Wearing the same T-shirt. Still got the same shirt on. Well, this one got a little bit more. Still the same black T-shirt, no logo. Ninja, I ain't changed nothing. All right, Biggest Stop Professions by CGA 2019. So oddly enough, this comes out right here. This right here. The Daily Loud today. So remember, I'm ahead of the curve. And shout out to the people who are ahead of me. I'm ahead of the curve. Oh, by the way, I just want to show you the receipts real quick. Um, who did I pick? Professionals. 
Who, who did I pick as the number one thought profession? Let's see if we can hear it. The microphone is bad. Thought profession out there, nurses. These, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many nurses I knocked down, bro. I'm- All right, so nurses. Back in February 2019, I picked out nurses. Now, let's go back to the evidence here. Guess what? They didn't call up the CGA. They didn't call up to me. Nurses are more likely to cheat on their significant others than athletes, musicians, and DJs, according to a study. Two out of three women admit to cheating at work as well. Them damn nurses. Them damn nurses. They out here. Why do I have to? Yeah, they also. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. (laughs) I am sexy. All right. Yeah, why do I have to work? A uh, man, nurses, man, I'm telling you from my experiences, nurses are the nastiest. So all female doctors. Nurses are the nastiest, and it ain't even close. But um, I do have a couple of more professions I think I already named right here. Oh, actually, this guy did a reaction video to my video, video about nurses. So shout out to this guy right here. He did a reaction video and he was quite thrown off. He was like, wow, listen, listen to him react to my video when i say nurses he gonna be like really shout out to me leading the parade medical assistants dental hygienists medical assistants all of that stuff all right nurses medics all right really crazy out there on the carousel wow i didn't know about the hairstylist well i think i heard about that yeah he was like i didn't hear about the hairstylist thing (laughs) hairstylist so let's go back to the ones that i've identified first and foremost attorneys Female attorneys, I got a soft spot right there. Um, female attorneys tend to be um, social climbers, and they work hard, and they play hard. Female attorneys. Teachers, guys, teachers are a big one. Teachers are a big one um, because they're dealing with kids a lot. They're dealing with young people. They're around young people. Now, there's a philosophy. There's something to say when you're around certain a certain type of person, you tend to try to be attracted to them. So they're around teachers. They're kind of pinning up their social anger. They're putting their sexuality in their subconscious. Sometimes it could go too far and they're attracted to the young people. It could go too far. They're attracted to the male teachers at their school. Miss Anderson and Jamal. She tutors him after school, gets her back blown out. He's the star football player, basketball player. She's, she's his biggest fan. So female teachers are are out there, especially nursery school teachers, right? Watch out for them. Secretaries, executive assistants, and so forth and so on. Big one, bartenders and servers are added to the list. Bartenders and servers, big time 304s, all right? Not for all men, real estate agents. These are nothing but hyped up bottle service girls. On the female side, there are some female real estate agents that do business, but a lot of girls turn into, they try to straighten themselves up by being a real estate agent because it doesn't have structured hours. And they're like, this will be easy. And they have to give sex away to mortgage uh, brokers and clientele on open houses and other real estate agents where they join their team. Real estate agents, they party hard too. So those are, those are, a big one. Single moms. Yes, moms are a job. Single moms. Hairstylists. Hairstylists are big 304s. All right, that one's a big old thought. So women that do hair, 
They messy. They gossipy. They always in and out of relationships trying to make it work. But the problem is they can't make it work because they freaky deaky. All right. They always giving up the, the draws. All right. They always can't. They can't hold out. And they wonder. They be like 30, 40, 50. And they still be doing hair. Still wonder why they can't keep no man. All right. The next one is um, women who do alcohol. Like they, they, I can't remember what they call them, but they, 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 they like alcohol distributors, big 304s, pharmaceutical reps, big 304s. All right. Personal trainers, females. If they're in the bodybuilding or fitness, big 304s. All right. Last one, flight attendants, other than the nurses, flight attendants, big 304s. Woo, wait. Police women, military. Well, let's just call that they're all female police officer. The woman in um the woman in Tennessee, the woman in Tennessee, female police officer. Yeah, mm. military girls, militaries. So um yeah, yes man, it gets. We should do a top twenty five bottle service girls. Yeah, that's another one. At this particular point, we just gonna say all of them. What well, we probably could be do better correctional officer what we probably could do better is say which ones aren't which ones aren't that probably be better if we do that because otherwise we'd be in here naming all of them anyway (laughs) emts all right free agent lifestyle airlines for sure for sure man yeah man they'd be out there we we need to um we need to come up with the ones who aren't go ahead and name the ones who oh amazon workers some person said amazon warehouse girls Walmart girls, do I didn't know. Wal- women who work at Walmart, the young ones, they sleep with a ton of dudes at their job. Like, that's some low-frequency shit over there, right? But they be in the car parking lot getting banged out on their break. Walmart. Walmart girls. That is a big one. All right, now, I don't want to throttle none of them Walmart workers, all right? They missing teeth. All right, they teeth all rotted out. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I ain't trying to bang none of these bras. But they will go down in the back of the parking lot, bro. They get to, they gets in. They get it in. Yeah, it's an evil world out here. I'm talking. It's an evil world we live in. Hey, ladies. He said make a tournament bracket. I know, man. That's it. Look, hey, ladies. Uh, Stand up for your team. Whatever you on, tell us, tell us it ain't you. Be like, that ain't me. All right, we're almost ready for the main event here. Let me see here. Yes, we are. So uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do the rest of the Super Chats, and we're going to get into the Spectrum. I got some great videos to show you, all right, of the Spectrum. Shout out. Oh, I got that brother here, and there's not that many Super Chats, so it's going to be very relatively easy. Stand up stand up for your profession, man. You know, ladies, if you ain't out here in these streets, somebody says, I got burnt by a Walmart girl. Yeah, dude. Do not have sex with the Walmart girl. When I'm in Walmart, if I see a girl in Walmart that work in Walmart, I'm a pass on it every time. They have a mindset that is ugh, disgusting, man. Anyway, what are we doing here? Let's see. We're at the main event. Let's go ahead and ring the bell. Let's get it. The lady's real quiet. Feminist. Oh, oh by the way, feminist as well. Feminist can be very sexual because they're going to come up with I'm polyamory. I have a partner. Yeah. Feminists are always going to give you, but never marry a feminist. All right. Beware of the spectrum. 
Let's get to this one right here. Beware of the spectrum because the spectrum is real. Now, what is the spectrum? Well, let me explain it like this. A lot of men, this is, this is, we're here to educate men. We're not here to belittle and put down women. So when I say things, ladies, I'm not talking bad about women. I'm describing them. There's a difference. If I was here talking bad about women, I wouldn't be accurate. I would just be calling you names, which I don't do. I actually describe who you are, and then you can actually say, well, that ain't me. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what the spectrum is, is that men tend to put women in boxes. What they do is they say, well, what about the good ones? And I say, well, there's really no good ones. There's good ones who haven't been caught yet, right? Because every good girl is a bad girl who hasn't been caught. Nobody's perfect, ladies. And I wouldn't want to put perfection on you. It's very difficult. So every good girl is a bad girl who hasn't been caught, right? So we accept that. With that being said, that's me admitting that women operate on the spectrum instead of one-dimensionally. So you might say, Coach, what about church girls? And I say, they're on the spectrum. We all know that church girls tend to fluctuate on a spectrum. They're not in one place. They're all over the map. One day they're purple. One day they're pink. One day they're yellow. One day they're green. They're, they're over here. Wherever you meet a woman, she is not that woman the previous day or the next day. So you met her at a bar. She was having a couple of drinks and she was a floozy. She made out with you and then she left you on rock hard and uh, with blue balls. Now to another man tomorrow, she's going to be sober, righteous, good girl uh, at Whole Foods. Right? Plain Jane, no makeup. And everybody's like, oh, she's a good one. She's one of the good ones. Well, last night she was filling all up on your Johnson paws. Last night, she was getting sloppy. Last night, she was grabbing ankles with another man. So she was over here when you met her. Now she's over here. So if you think of what a spectrum looks like, all right, and um, let me go ahead and pull it up because there's a lot of young people here. All right, spectrum. Let me see if I can pull it up here. What is it? Spectrum. So if you think about what a spectrum looks like, you might think, oh, they, they giving me cable. <laughs> All right, I don't want no damn cable. Let me get a color here. Let me get a color. There it is. This is a good one. This is a good spectrum right here. All right, let me see if I can pull this up. Pull it up. All right, so that's the spectrum. So what we believe as men is that all women are in the white area, right? Women are in the white area. These are the good girls. And then off over here, these are all of the straggle daggles, the hoes, the skeezers, the scab pilling girls, the lot lizards, the street walkers, the decent girls, the divorcees, the nice women. You think that they just pick a spot. But what I tell you is on this spectrum, one woman can be all over this. She's different, even day to day, person to person, year to year, decade to decade, whatever. And there was another video I wanted to show you of a woman kind of acknowledging this. What she was was, she said, I was a party girl at all the festivals. And then she says, now I'm leading the youth church choir and I've dedicated my life to Christ. Now, I'm not belittling her for that. But we know what she was doing at the festivals. Okay, we know what she was doing at the festivals. Now, the problem with men compartmentalizing and treating women one-dimensionally 
is your hope. You're hoping that this woman was who she was in her past and how she's going to be in her future. Thus, you'll tell me, not my girl, or you'll say, that's not really like that. You'll just say, this girl is one of these and how you met them, that's how it is. That's the problem. Or you'll hope to meet. And you'll say, I hope to meet one of the good ones. And I said, well, she was good now. She'll be good by the time you meet her. But what was she before? If Does that matter to you? And unfortunately, ladies that are listening to me, it matters to men. Men cannot perceive or even think or believe that their girlfriend was a skeezer. Let me play this clip for you. Okay? Men are going to be completely turned off by the fact that they girl is out here skeezer. So much so that men are going overseas to find traditional wives that were formerly prostitutes. These women have grown up in a culture where, and I'm going to get to that later, grown up in a culture where they kind of were doing a little bit of to, to get by. But you met them, oh, she's traditional over here. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> if you want to believe that. But let me go ahead and play this video right here. Um, and this is a man who's going to realize that his woman, and this is an extreme one, his woman is on the spectrum. How he believes she is today was not how she was. Now, this is harder for Generation Z because it's going to be harder for you to distinguish. So here we go right here. Here it is right here. Here's the clip. Here's the woman in question. Her father and her fiance are going to have a discussion with them. Here we go. They go saying that he has a video of you with somebody. <laughs> right, okay. He's laughing. Do you not think you want to speak to me about that first? Well, no, we already set this up. I wasn't expecting to suddenly see a video of you and four guys. <laughs> All right, so we got beta male activity, and we got Josie or Kaylee here with a hell of a lot of makeup. So her beta fiancé, beta Brad, beta Tyrone, or beta Jamal, has found out his girl has a video of her getting throttled with the train yang. Train yang. Yep. She got that train yang. Train yang. Now, again, for me, I don't make any judgments, ladies. Wherever you are, that's how I'm going to treat you. But you can't repackage yourself, unfortunately. I can't invest in that. Clearly, I didn't mean much to you at all in the first place because you find that funny that I found out. What? Why are you acting like this? Wow, okay, wow. She does not even sorry. I'm as shocked as, as you are with all this. Four guys, I'm thinking about proposing to you. Trying. I was thinking about proposing to you. Now, why? I'm going to tell you. He was going to propose to her because let's go back to the spectrum. Let's go ahead and pull this up here. Let's pull it up again. He believes, he believes she was here. She believe, he believes this was her because that's how she presented herself. But five years, two weeks ago, she was getting that. And she loved it. And ladies, if you love it, you love it. I'm not mad at you. Remember, I'm not mad or judging you for this behavior. But I know this isn't you. Tomorrow, you could be another person. Now, he's all in his feelings, and of course, the woman that he loved, and a lot of men come here, and they're angry, depressed uh, about this reality, this double dose of reality that I give them, so that after this stream, Ninjas is going to be like this. 
Yeah, ninja's gonna be crying because I'm giving them a reality. And this should help women. This should help you accept women and not be angry with them. Now let's go back to this gentleman because he is finding out the love of his life loves the trying. Indeed. All right, here we go right here. All right, here we go. And then I see a video of four guys all taking turns. <laughs> and you just keep laughing. <laughs> she just keeps laughing, Steve. You, this, <laughs> at the same time, you raised this girl as well, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. And you haven't even apologized. You've got nothing to say. Mouth's empty. <laughs> yeah. But in the video, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> oh, man, look. Even dad is like, God dang. Oh, the humanity. Even dad is like, yo, you out here fully on the carousel. <laughs> so what the, what the guy wants to do is the father and him to shame her. Guys, there's no more shame. This is why I want you to accept. There's no more shame. Now women be like, what's wrong with a high body count? What's wrong with an orgy? What's wrong with this? Look at look at this woman. Does she look like she's upset about getting shamed about that train? Train. No, she looking at CGA like. Okay, daddy. Yeah, that's what she looking at. So this is an example of the spectrum. And of course, you men want to have daughters. And check what happens here. It's empty. In the video, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> and you just lost. Yeah, he's like, God dang. Damn, my daughter getting throttled by four ninjas. So he said, you're not the person that I thought you are. I don't know what to say about this. Well, here's the problem. She thought that she had an easy layup and a gump. She was like, I got Forrest Gump right here sitting in front of me. He don't know. He disillusioned. He don't have a clue. He don't know about my history, nor am I going to tell him the truth. I'm going to wait for him to marry me. And then if he finds out then, it's too late. She don't give a shit. What she gives a shit about is, damn, I got discovered. And what's her plan now? She's like, how am I going to get this ninja across the altar now? And she's probably going to try to suck him off. But here's the problem, ladies. What ladies don't understand is that once a man knows that his woman has been defiled, and this is a woman that he loves, it's hard for him to even receive that type of sexual attention. Because the male out ego is somewhat fragile. So every time you perform well on him, after he knows you've been in these streets, he's going to believe that you did that with a lot of other men. And guys, she did. That's why she's good at it. <laughs> Any woman that's good at it, she had practice. Yes, and we talk about practice here. And so she's like, I don't know what to say. Just say you got caught. <laughs> I'm yeah sorry I brought you both here this is this oh. isn't working oh. oh she said this clearly ain't working so she out she like hey look so she ready to just move on she's like alright I move on and of course she gonna be like he's a jerk he's controlling she gonna be crying like these ninjas over here so that's an example of the spectrum is it that crazy have all women had the train no, but it could be innocent as well. And I'm going to show you an innocent version of this type of train game. Uh, let's see. Do I have an innocent one? Well, this is not quite. Let me see if I can pull this up here. Oh, well, this is not so innocent either. Okay, we're going to head over to Twitter. This is the day. This is your future wives out here, gentlemen. This is your future wives. 
right, a day in the life, what I spend in making a day as a spicy worker. The spectrum makes you believe that the woman that you meet at the nightclub is different than the woman that you meet in the library. We have this discussion a lot. When we go over the locals, we have this discussion. Men cannot wrap their head around this shit. This is that best edutainment on YouTube. You believe the woman at Hooters is not the same woman you meet dressed down at Marshall's. It's the same woman. So you might see her in her Hooters outfit and you'd be like, oh, she a, she's a skeezer. Then you see her at Marshall's, you'd be like, oh, that's a nice young lady. It's the same woman. The girl you got a crush on in your apartment complex is getting picked up by a ninja in a Rolls Royce Cullinan or a 911 for a little bit of that tasty treat. But you see her up and down carrying her basket back and forth to the laundromat. And you think she's a nice girl. The same women that you think you're running game on has a guy that gets it for free on the spectrum and a guy that somewhat pays and the guy that's in her orbit. And also you're running game. So when guys be like, well, this is what I do with women. Guys, it's the same women. <laughs> They're on the spectrum. So you might get her to like you enough to have sex while this guy gets her to accept the fee for sex or this guy gets rewarded for paying attention or this guy gets rewarded for hanging out and spending time. Same girl. And she's rewarding guys differently. That's how it works. Okay. I, I'm, I'm telling you, you guys got to understand that that's how it works. You're not getting different women. We're all getting a different version of the woman. I know somebody might have said that before, but I've never heard it before. You're not getting different woman, women. You're getting a different version of the woman. The woman you see in church was grabbing her ankles the previous day or night. If you don't accept this, now listen. We're not talking about women that are young, okay? So we were talking about 18 and 19, but you would be surprised even at them as well. But certainly women above 25 and certainly in the 28, 30, and 35. You're not dealing with different women. You're dealing with a different version of the woman. She treating me different than she treats you. She accepts different from me than she does you. Now, do not get your pride do not get your pride wrapped up on how she delivers her experience with the mate. This is where men get it messed up because we start arguing on what works to get a woman. The problem is we all talking about the same woman. So everything works. Everything can work. Now, to an extent, some women will close off certain options. So you're like, well, this worked, and this is how I got it. Well, yesterday, it worked different for her, and I got it. All right, anyway. <laughs> we all got the same punani. All right, let me go to this video right here, day in the life of a spicy worker. Again, girl next door, girl in the apartment building, somewhat master splinterish. All right, let's see what she has to say here. What I spent in making a day as a sex worker. 
I woke up and sat on FaceTime with one of my sugar daddies for 30 minutes. Nothing sexual, he just likes to talk to me and he gave me $100. So then I went and got my nails done, which was $35 plus a tip. But then one of my other clients wanted me to send him like a dirty... Hello! She got them feet out. All right, here we go. All right, let's get back focused here. All right, sorry about that. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Story while I was there, so he paid me $30. I mean, I was just sitting in the chair. I might as well text him something naughty and get paid money for it. So then I got ready to meet the client that I was first talking to on FaceTime this morning. We had a little lunch date planned where he was going to give me $300 for lunch, but I had to stop and get gas, which was about $20. And then I really wanted to get a coconut water, but this gas station just sucked ass. So I had to get a Gatorade Zero, which I think was like $4. I don't even remember. Then I went to lunch, which obviously was free on the daddy date. Nothing crazy, just lunch and some light making out. Then I cried, which was free. Not because I don't like my job or feel ashamed, but because I'm an actor and a writer and we are on strike and I feel a little lost creatively. So I had All right, so yo, she in a bind too. She definitely in a bind. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right. I'm in a bind, Nate. So she ain't got no job. She in a bind. She needed to go see daddy. Get him, daddy. And reality hit after she after he got that nut and let her go back in her car. Continuing. I had to get some comfort food, which was $23. And I got little strawberry shortcakes. Like, how cute is this? Then I went to my sister's house, and my stepdad made us pizzas. So stepdad. So dinner was free, and I hung out with my family and my little nephew. And obviously, family time is priceless. Okay. Now, I want you to notice. I want you to notice. This woman started off talking about... Th there she is right there. So... What do you see here? You're seeing different versions of that woman in the same day. The same day. She's here talking to several different men for money, and she got paid, okay? Your rent's due, motherfucker. Then she goes shopping and nails, gets her toes done, and somebody pays for it on Venmo. Hey, daddy, dirty text message, 30 bucks. Now she goes down and gets more makeup on her face, to go meet with another man. Now, this is not, to me, this is regular world women for Gen Z. This is nothing new. She goes to lunch, then she cries, okay? Now, let's go ahead. We can make fun of that, but now she's in a bind, and she needs a little bit more food. She's spending into her money. Now, here, watch this. Now, she does what? Goes to stepdaddy's house. Him, daddy. And her sister. Then, also... Goes to see her family. So now look, she a family girl. Her parents don't know, I'm sure. Her parents don't know. But this is the type of girl you see at your family. She's in your family. You see her at the family reunion. Or you were like, oh, she posts pictures of her families. She's not a, a skeezer. Yes, she is. <laughs> this girl's not a 304. This girl's not a in these streets. This girl doesn't have sex. Yes, she does. This one, in fact, has sex for money. Right? But that's an example of how far the spectrum can work. You guys think women are robots. You guys think they're one-dimensional. So what you'll do is you'll meet her, and you'll be like, oh, that's the church girl, average-looking. She's a four. She's nice, a little bit chunky, and eh, I'll get deal with her. And you think she goes home, meep, meep, and she's in that box. Church girl, you think she goes home, twiddles her thumbs, She's reading chicken noodle soup for the soul. She's reading her Bible and outlining it. All right. She goes to sleep without touching herself or going in her second drawer to drill her bunani. 
You think she just lays up? All right, she stands in her closet waiting to come out and then meet you again, meep, like the church girl. She's not. This girl had been all around the world. She, she went home after you met her. You were like, that was a nice girl. She's nice. She went home, called up a ninja to come throttle it, a personal trainer ninja with muscles and six packs. Got clapped out <laughs> sloppily. She made a whole mess. He dipped on her. She cried. Then she said, I'm in a bind. <laughs> All right. I'm in a bind, Nate. How can I get some money from some goofy ass simp? Maybe I could take a goofy ass friend zone ninja to take me to go get a free meal. She dipped to that ninja. Left him on blue balls and said she's a good Christian girl. She doesn't do that on the first date. She went home, cried, pleasured herself with the drawer, the second drawer. She went to the second drawer, got out all her toys. <laughs> okay. And then about one o'clock, because you know women be up, she was like, Perhaps maybe there's an orgy in store. Trying. <laughs> Perhaps I could go get an orgy. Can you two ninjas come up and throttle this real quick? <laughs> Wake up in the morning. She's at Starbucks in her yoga pants and her slides. And you're like, look at that cool little girl. Remember I met you? You're the church girl. Oh, yeah, I was at Bible study last night. Mm. All right, um, right, let's get. All right, let's take you to this guy right here. Uh, this woman here, we're going to go with the passport bros. Allegedly, according to this video, a Miami, it says Miami women are shameless. A man goes and gets a girl from overseas. I think Venezuela, if you know Venezuela, you probably shouldn't find a wife in Venezuela. But apparently he brought her back to the United States. Never do that. And she leaves him for the man across the street. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can pick up the story from there. All right, hold on for a second. I think this is the gump right here. Which I understand him, man. Don't nobody want his wife to leave him for the guy across the street. I understand that. She's been without out the house for four months. She's been with me even before she left the house. She was sleeping alone for seven months. You know what I'm saying? He just had it manipulated because she got no papers. He didn't tell you that. Yeah. Her, license is, her license is she got no social, no nothing. So he had her tied up since he brought her from Venezuela. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she was afraid of all the like immigration problems it's, and all that problem. That, it's that's unfortunate. What, that's 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 what he's doing. And you know what, sir? It's super unfortunate. Uh, so it looks like I'm not sure this is the mom and the sister of the woman. And they're trying to side with him. I think this is the husband. And she's across the street with the new man. And he's saying he's manipulating her. The new man's manipulating her. No, he is not. That's called monkey branching. She branched. That's all that happened. Okay. You brought her over and she didn't have no papers. So it, you, you, in essence, might have tried to control her. And she said, I ain't going for that. And she just hopped into the next ninja. All right. But by the way, what's she doing today? All right. I can actually deal with her. 
Okay, so today, in cuatro, cuatro meses, el, la niña está con él? Or? No, 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 they were her. Okay. They were her. Él se la da. Ella se la da. Todo está viendo bien, una, una semana, una Exacto. semana. Exacto, mira, lo que pasa con él es que yo vivo al frente. Y él, come on. He should just take her. What, what's the problem? Just move her in. All right, hey, look. Hey, baby, what you doing tonight? Get him, daddy. All right, I would just move this one in. I don't see what the problem is. Can I take this one? All right, let's continue. So put, uh, yeah, put I, I, I know, I know. Put I know. it is really on his feelings. All right, let me stop here. So he had his feelings. Uh, shout out to the guy. But what he thought and what a lot of people think is that when people aren't aren't in a good economic position, they they have a you have the ability to kind of control how they behave. But this is not true, especially when you bring her in a setting where she can take advantage of hypergamy. Remember, you look good when you were over there. You look average when you're over here because everybody looks good. I mean, everybody's a good, viable suspect and a potential target for apex predator. And behavior is going to dic be dictated by your environment. So she's behaving based on her environment. Over there, she was nice feminine and she was, you know, but she came from poverty from Venezuela. Venezuela is in bad shape. A lot of the women in Colombia are, many of them are Venezuelan. They're not even from Colombia. Um, so when you go over there, you might be dealing with a Venezuelan chick. You actually better do your research on it. And I showed you proof of this already. I don't even want to tell you again. All right, there's just too many videos and too much information out here to get caught lacking. So, yeah, you got caught out here, brought her back to Miami, and she skeeted on you. It's all what it is. All right, they got to do what they got to do to survive. So over there, they don't have big daddy government. Over here, they kind of do. And they have other men where they're like, oh, I thought you were good until I came back here. You were in Miami seeing ninjas in Lamborghini right? next door, and you had a Porsche. She like, I'm jumping on that. Mm. By the way, somebody said never mess with the neighbor girl. neighborhood. I, yes, uh, guys, the Ten Commandments, as basic as they are, the Ten Commandments kind of ironed this out. Do not cover thy neighbor's wife. This is a sin. Even though I'm not a Bible thumper, I think the Ten Commandments had it figured out. Like, seven of them are almost useless. They're more God telling him, they're more like God telling you he's God. Like, I am God, I am the Lord commandment. Do not use my name in vain. There's like three or four of those. And there's some obvious ones, like three of them. Don't steal, kill. But there's a couple like in the middle that people forget that has heavy implications on your life. Like, do not cover, covet thy neighbor's wife. That's a good one. That one right there will save your life. Leave your neighbor's wife alone. That goes for your homeboy. And guys, neighbor doesn't mean next door. Neighbor doesn't mean next door. But even your friends' wives, your community wives, like in your community, doesn't mean next door. The wife. Even the girl next door, even the daughter, like the father's daughter that's back in college, leave her alone. <laughs> leave her alone. It's, it's probably not in the best interest. There's just too many women out here to be that close from home. It always gets messy when it's close to home. All right. The girl in your apartment is neighbor's wife. And you know what I mean? Like. You don't want that. I know convenience is a thing, but it's a little bit tricky. I got a couple more videos here. This is a young man who doesn't realize the spectrum. Now, 
This video's going viral somewhat, but I think it's a skit. I'm not sure. Uh, let me see if I can show it here. Is this man right here? All right. I don't know if this is an actual guy or is this a comedian because it's on the comedian's page. So I think this is a comedian, but let's listen to the guy. So I just left the restaurant after waiting 30 minutes for a day to show up. And apparently I got stood up. I don't know what to say. Like I'm trying to do everything right to be a gentleman. I brought flowers. I've been consistent talking with this girl for two weeks, trying to get to know what she likes, what she doesn't like. I made plans. I picked the restaurant, the day and the time. You know, I've done everything to be just the kind of guy that would value somebody's time. Like, I just, I'm just looking for my person. I'm just looking for the one that I guess is out there for me. I mean, I want to be somebody's husband someday, father. I'm trying to do everything that's right and I just get stood up. Like my feelings didn't even matter. I'm sitting there eating a meal by myself and realizing that nobody even cares about people anymore. Like alien dating shouldn't even be this hard. It shouldn't be this hard to find somebody. It shouldn't be this difficult to fall in love, to be to kind to one another. Like, what? Ladies, tell me, what did I do wrong? ABL says he's serious. Uh, I can't believe that. Uh, he definitely going to be like this tonight. <laughs> yeah, he going to be like that tonight. Um, man, dude, listen, I haven't been down this bad for a long time. He going to definitely be crying. And I should have had the music in the background, this ninja over here. If this is, is this real? Oh my lord! <laughs> well, let's break it down here. Um, a lot of guys are lost and don't realize the spectrum. So he's been flaked on, and apparently it's hurting his feelings. And yes, flaking sucks. This is why you got to be cold out here. Cold, just like the middle of the winter. Cold, just like a Russian winter. Cold, like a Natasha. And you got a double book. Guys, finding love is not how it works. Love is a myth. It's a fairy tale. So now you're out here trying to do what you think you should do, if this is true, and thinking that's going to win when that's not going to win because girls are on the spectrum. Now, the example of girls being on the spectrum here is that woman would have showed up to that date and she would have been definitely turned off. His appearance is a little bit unkempt. Somebody called him a male muskrat. You can see in the woman, women can smell the desperation on a man. And the flowers is just too much. Although women say, hey, I like a guy to bring flowers. Can I describe and tell you what this is? Women don't know. Women don't want simps to bring her flowers. She wants Chad and Tyrone to bring her flowers. Okay. Somebody said he's special. I don't know. He does look special. You might be on the spectrum. Somebody mentioned that he's on the spectrum for sure. When women say they want a guy to treat her right, bring flowers and roses, candies, go out for dinners, take her on trips, 
She's not talking about the nice guy. She's talking about the guy that have her like, Ten times out of 12 in the bed. Now, the two times in bed, when he takes it nice and slow, when he touches her, when he gives her goosebumps and he takes his hand and he caresses her skin and she shivers, she wants him to be able to be on the spectrum. So she just doesn't want him to be smoking a blunt while she grabbing her ankles and he got them white socks on and he just. <laughs> she doesn't mind that. She likes it. She likes to be used and abused and degraded. But also, she likes him to switch that shit up. Switch it up. And then one day, he carries her, picks her up and carries her to bed. And he lays her down nice and slow. He gets his playlist. He puts his 112 or his usher. Baby, tell me what you want to do with me. It's 7 o'clock and my drop. I'm in the drop top cruising the street. Instead of listening to Future beating the, uh, the brakes off of her, he put on the Usher playlist. Talking about, you got it, you got it bad. Then he comes in and switches that shit up once or twice and get her mind messed up. And he makes love to her mind instead of her body. And then he says, hey, baby, you know what? I think I'm going to do something special for you. Then he comes home with roses. Like, oh, my God. She leaking. She's soft and wet. Put that jagged edge on. Put that, put that Maxwell on you. He put that Maxwell on. Baby, if I said it fine, do my do the do or die. And <laughs> I yeah turn that tank on all right turn that turn that avant on put that avant on hey look i can read your mind babe i know what you're thinking it's all right it's all right all right i can read your mind babe I know what you're thinking. Yep. And he finally go down and put his head between her thighs and he wears his, her thighs like earmuffs. She like, she done. That's who she wants. She don't want no goofy ninja. Can I touch you? Can I touch you? Wait, you feel so good. <laughs> can I, can I touch you? Can I touch your hair? Can I touch your shoulder? Can I take off your shirt? <laughs> Lift up. I can't really kick. Can, can I take the bra off? You know the two-finger trick. Get that two fingers. Slap. Ladies love that when you can get that bra off like that. Because they know she about to get throttled. So you reach behind her, under that shirt, unsnap that bra. She like, yeah. She takes yeah. Now, y'all goofy ass, you done brought her flowers. Can I take your shirt off? You don't mind if I lick your shoulder? Let's see if I can get this here. Oh, boy. Hold up for a second. <laughs> Let's see. Damn, I don't know how to. Is this it? Is it in the front or it's in the back? Oh, okay, all right. Um, Is this the lift over? Can I just lift the underwire? Oh, no, that's going to hurt. Uh, let me get. Can I get around the back? <laughs> she done dried up like the Sahara Desert. 
She like, holy shit. This going to be a five-stroke special, ain't it? This ninja going to, he going to bust a nut in five-stroke. <laughs> he get in there. He like, mm-hmm. he don't even roar. He bust it. He be like, mm-hmm. she like, I know you didn't just come inside me. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Oh, he trying to fix it in there. Is this, uh, did you come? <laughs> he then gave her five measly ass stroke. Did you come too? Did you like it? Anyway. She doesn't want you to be nice to her. She's not even into it. Maybe when she's 42. Maybe when she's 42. However, when she's young, we're talking about 18, 19, more like 21. 19-year-olds be wanting to get it over fast, too. She'd be like, oh, this is great. Are you ready to end it? Like, what are you doing here? They used to get in the backseat in the Jeep, all right? They're not used to going rounds and getting... So young women don't know what they're doing. They're like, all right, is it over? You're like, we just getting started, baby. All right. <laughs> all right, but uh, women in their mid-20s, they're trying to go rounds. They're trying to get pounded out. They're trying to have fun. But guys don't think that. Girls enjoy sex? Yes, they do. Mm. They like it. And they don't need you, this guy right here, to get that. They don't like that. They don't like that at his age. So a guy was saying to me, well, what is he supposed to do? Unfortunately for him, we've tacked on years on top of a woman's life. And so she plays around until she's 20, 29, 30, 32, 35. And he has to wait longer. So then he's continuing being hurt longer. Instead of preparing himself, preparing himself for the next generation of youngins coming up. So he's trying to, he's that lost guy who's putting all his eggs in the love basket. If he finds the love, he finds it, but he's putting all his eggs in it. And he doesn't realize that the woman that flaked on him got a better deal. Yes, she did. Got a better offer. And she took it. Women are fickle like that, but they're, they're on the spectrum like that. Let me take you to Japan. Now this guy's a little hard to understand, but uh, we're going to go ahead and play him a little bit. And uh, put your ears on. He's going to talk about why many Japanese women do papakatsu. Papakatsu. Now, what papakatsu essentially is, is I'll try to sum it up in a word. Now, he's going to tell why. And again, you guys are going to fly your ass over to Japan thinking you're getting something fresh on the market. However, there's an un. There's, there's something that goes on. And shout out to my, I got two brothers of the coach gang that lives in Japan. High school girls actually participate in something culturally where if they're in a bind, they can actually present themselves to men, but they don't go all the way. It's just a young woman around the guy and it's something like a, a muse, a muse, if you will. Somebody aspirational. Maybe he can, he can, he can see her bra or something like that. All right. All right. But older women, once you can turn 18, turn to papakatsu. And this is in their culture. This is our culture here, by the way, but we don't admit it. We don't even have a name for it. Well, we do have a name. We call it sugar daddy, sugar baby. But we act like it doesn't exist. All right. So let's go ahead and hear what he's talking about here. 
And above all, Papa Cuts is based on the premise of free love between a man and a woman. In Japan, Papa Cuts is a form of free love. Today's young Japanese women are increasingly fond of middle-aged men. I mean, middle-aged rich men. All right, so there it is. You got to have a little bit of money, Uncle Earl style. I got money. So he said this is free love. The premise is not just sags. It is a emotional relationship. Now, everybody knows what it is. Nobody's in denial. However, in America, we're in denial. In America, we think, no, that this is not possible. Let's continue. There are three main reasons why so many women are engaging in papa activities. The first is because the number of women in poverty who are in non-regular employment is increasing currently. All right, so here we go. Why do they do it? Because they're in a bind. They ain't got no job. I'm in a bind, man. They ain't got no job, <laughs> right? Poverty. Need some money. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Rent is due. All right. And so every place has poverty. And thus, some women have to decide to go see daddy. Get him, daddy. All right, let's next. The average annual income of women in Japan who are in non-regular employment is 1.52 million yen. This means that there are many women who have a difficulty making a living. Second. There is an increase in the number of poor female university students. Oh, okay. All right. So university, poor university students, poor university students. So you're going to go over there and find a wife at 25 and you might find out she was in Papakatsu well before she hit 18 and thereafter. This is a spectrum. They're doing it need-based. This is not unlike what's going on here, but we're Puritans in America, and we just can't see that this is possible. Like, really? No way. Well, over there, they don't have big daddy government. Let him continue to cook. Who do not receive money from their parents and take out student loans? What? There's the student loans. So as you can see, this is where we are currently in America. So they got no money from their parents. They're in college or post-college, and they got student loan debt. Go figure. Why are so many Japanese women living in poverty? If you want to know more, watch this video. And three, many women lost their jobs due to the pandemic and are in economic difficulty. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, and so I'm going to stop him right there. All right, so we have, like, none of these should be a surprise. None of, none of these should be a surprise. Right, this is what we doing here, and this is our current dating marketplace. And you tack on to that sexual liberation, free love, and tack on the the delayed growth, partying until you're 29, 30, the that's you culture. All right, uh, single mothers, and that's you. Single mothers are a whole spectrum. In fact, single mothers engage in polygyny or polyamory, and I've been saying this for years. So single mothers are dating multiple men. I mean, have multiple men in their life that provide different things. That is a polyamorous relationship. Okay. And I broke this down years ago. I told you she has the emotional support guy. She has the before, the after daddy, the today daddy, yesterday daddy. She has the financial daddy, 
the guy who paid the child support daddy. She has the man who uh, step up daddy, the transportation daddy. And everybody knows about each other. Everybody knows about each other, meaning you know who the previous guy that skeeted in her guts and produced a child. You can see him. He picks her. He picks the, the kid up every week. And you'd be like, hi, hi, Tyrone. He trying to come to the birthday party. You're not letting Tyrone come in. Because you the you the now uh, financial support daddy. You the step up daddy. And then here come the emotional uh, work husband ass daddy ass. All right. So there she got multiple men functioning as one, as an ecosystem around her. That If that doesn't tell you the spectrum is real, that is the spectrum lived out if you are dealing with a single mother, right? You're living in the spectrum. She was a different person to any one of those different men. So my point is this. I want men to, and my means to educate you, <laughs> my means to educate you is not, to be angry about this. Remember, we want to go from anger to acceptance. You can go from anger to depression because it is quite depressing. You're like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> you read the free agent lifestyle. That's the solution because I got plenty of solutions there is if you want it or not. Or you can keep running out here and hitting your head because you're probably hitting your head right now. Or if you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. If you don't want to know, don't ask the tough questions. Just assume and keep it moving. But if you find out about her past, you take her to her high school reunion and everybody's sniggling at you, you got to let that slide. Also, if you're in a relationship, I want to leave you with this. You are not the first. And you definitely ain't the last. All right, let me just tell you that right there. You are not the first. New, 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 new world order. And you definitely aren't the last. Even you, if you're married, you're not the last person to hit that. You're just got that currently. All right. Your wife, even your wife. I know there's wives here listening to me. By the way, as a married guy, you probably right now still ain't the last person to hit your wife. There's a high likelihood that you're a married man listening to me right now. And you are not the last man she had sex with. Let that sink in. <laughs> right? Now you accept it and you use this to your advantage. Let me get to these super chats. Yikes, we're at the three-hour mark. Um, anyway. <laughs> hey, there's somebody listening to me where that's a fact. Oh, that's a hardcore fact. Snatching the <laughs> soul. All right. Oh, man. Shout out to... uh. Let me see here. What are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, I don't know, man. What says pretty Tony said all women are the same, just like his hoes. He says he keep them broke. He says they wake up with some money. They subject to go crazy, man. <laughs> all right. No dough. All right. No dough. Shout out to uh, pretty Tony out there. Let me see here. We got some other ones in here. We do have some super chats. Let me scroll up. Baraka says CGA, your favorite Ugandan here. He says, except the teachers, the professions you have mentioned make sense because they are always around rich men, nurses and doctors, cabin crew, flight deck crew, and pilots and whatnot. So, yeah, there is a sense of um, 
we do have these uh, character plays where, you know, man in a suit, assistant, secretary, boss, student, teacher, doctor, nurse, pilot, stewardess, flight attendant, if you will. Um, there's many of these. Football coach, cheerleader, all right? Basketball player, cheerleader. Uh, we do have these things, and they're somewhat fantasies. They're fetishes. And women are just like men. Sometimes they want to live out a fantasy. Our ego as men can't accept this. I'll give you an example of this. You'll see a woman like this, like, like we as men will be like, well, we're visual. We like to look at pretty women and you'll be with a girlfriend. And you're like, you just got to accept that we're visual. Now watch this. Let me see if I can get this thing off my screen. Pause. Now watch this. You'll be around a group of women and they'll see a man that you won't even consider handsome. You like him. He'll walk in the door and they'll be like, mm, girl. Right over there. <laughs> mm, mm. They ovaries doing backflips. They like, I'll give him some right now. I'll drop neck. And you like, him? You be like, what's wrong with you ladies? This is despicable and disgraceful how you treat these men like a piece of meat. What's wrong with me? Oh, man, I, mean, I can't stand y'all women. Now, the reason why you don't see this much is because your ego can't take that women are not like the women you think they are. You think they got like one man and they're only have eyes for you. I only have eyes for you. I don't even consider other men attractive until you see her lusting over another man. You're like, how could you? How could you? You guys are supposed to be women. You guys are supposed to like one man. You guys are, you guys aren't ready. You're going to get your heart hurt out here. Because your girl is going to lust for another man. You're going to have to just go on and accept it. Now, if she disrespects you, that's another thing. But she finds other men attractive. You just don't hear about it. Because they got to protect your fragile, fragile ass ego. They got to protect that perception that you have of women in your head because it benefits her. But yes, they be out here like it do. I remember this one woman <laughs> told me, she was like, um... When she drops her son off to water polo practice. If you guys know anything about the suburbs, water polo is a big sport. Um, but if you know about water polo, these men are tall. These are big men, big young men, right? So they look like men. They're like six foot two. They're like hockey players. They're, 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 they're big. Pause. And they're running around here in a Speedo. So this soccer mom was like, I can't wait to drop my son off at the water polo practice. <laughs> and she was like, they be over there. They be over there. The women be over there talking, sniggling, oogling. Now, here's the deal. If you don't accept this, you're going to think they're foul. And you're going to be like, what? You guys are looking at them boys? Well, these boys are built. They're overdeveloped. They're, it is what it is. They don't look like boys. And I said, well, what if I said, I'm going to drop my daughter off the cheerleading practice so I can look at the young, fresh, and green girls? I would be a metaphile, obviously. But when you know, you know. It is what it is. And the fact that, <laughs> the fact that we can't accept this and we got to label it makes you and your fragile ego get hurt when you see shit. 
But yes, they get creamy over stuff that you wouldn't even imagine. And your girlfriend got a drawer full of toys. Anyway, let me see if I got here. We got Eric Powell says, CGA dropping truth bombs. That's what we do over here. We hitting you with the truth. Jesse T says, hey, coach, I'm currently saving up for a fitness coach. Do you have any tips for me to lose fat, especially in my lower body while I save up? Well, I don't want to do this on this part of the show, but I appreciate it. We'll do it on the money mindset uh, because otherwise I'll get distracted. All right. C. Hustle says, I've accepted that the spectrum now. I've accepted the spectrum now because I fell for it. Now I see women and how they act. It tells me what chapter they're playing. He says some mixed transitions. Okay. Yeah. Women are at a different stage of their life pretty much every day, but every year. All right. You can't not think she's going to stay in the same place. They have that quote about marriage. Women get married expecting men to change. Men get married expecting women to not change. Inevitably, they're both disappointed. So even your wife is going to change who she is. Accept it. When she starts talking different and moving different and wanting to do a different thing and having different interests, and you want to pull her back and yank her back to who she was when you married her, you're going to screw yourself up. They change. And we don't. Shout out to I don't know, man. What? Oh, I got you already. Bob says, if you have Snapchat and in the dark side, you know. Yes. You know, man. I've seen some of the innocent looking girls out here doing some crazy shit. And I've also seen straggle daggles out here. They don't even know how. They can't take nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brown 310. Shout out to you. Coach Sipping Jamba Juice says, didn't you tag team a guy's wife or was I mistaken? Um, ninjas be remembering stories. Well, that was more of a, it wasn't his wife. All right. So my philosophy is on married women. The guy, I only wouldn't mess with them if the guy gives his permission. All right. So that's different. So permissions must be given. And yes, I roll in a different lifestyle, but I would not sleep behind a man's back. All right. So sleeping behind a person's back is foul. Don't do it. All right. But now if you part of the if you part of the private nightclub and all that, that's different. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he was over in there. Permission is different. Permission is different. It's like, hey, Orgy, if you live in the suburbs, that should go down like crazy. If you in the suburbs, these suburban people, they'd be like, Hi, we're the Johnsons. Here's our fantastic house. Look at the siding. Look at the landscaping. And we have two SUVs. Our kids' college savings plan has already been saved for, and they have plenty of money for college. I'm an executive vice president. She is a doctor. We have a romantic life, and we're happy and wonderful. Welcome to our house. These people out here, when the night, when it, when it goes down, trying. they be out here doing some wild shit. <laughs> that great. They be out here. That woman who you see all buttoned up, cardigan sweater. He got his dockers on with the penny loafers and the penny in it, and his in his boat shoes. And she got her skirt well past the knee, which y'all ninjas be like, I want a traditional woman who wears a dress and a skirt. Okay, she put the dress and the skirt on, and then when it's time to drop neck, she dropping neck. Mm. She a freak a leak. 
She a freaky deaky. <laughs> Sex vampires. You're like, I want her to be. And so you think she a virgin. Just because she got a dress on, she ain't no virgin Christian girl. All right. She out there, put that ponytail back. High ponytail, go to town. She get two, she get two, two glasses of wine. Two glasses of wine, and it's a wrap. I used to do that. <laughs> I did uh I don't want to tell people secrets, but one day, check this out. This lady was a um, this lady was a um a HOA lady. So for the neighborhood, she was the HOA lady. Everybody hated her. Our kids went to school together. Um, and uh, we all kind of knew each other. So I would go to this private community to train, and these were the wealthy people. And she was in that neighborhood, and she was like the school marm. She was the one everybody hated. So she was uptight. All the time I saw her was uptight. Well, one day, one of my kids was like, hey, I want to go over to their house. Their kid, The kids were having a Halloween party. I dropped the kids off. Now, these people, you know, the suburban neighborhood, when it's Halloween, they get to drinking wine and shit, all right? They get to drinking wine, and they going to get, they get dressed up and all that stuff. They be having the titties up like, uh, like the girl on the monsters and all that. <laughs> so they go crazy. They do the decorations in the backyard. They had the kids over. So I come to pick up the kids. I come to pick up the kids. It's like, all right, it's time to go. This woman, they... They come to the door like a couple. Hi. Oh, your kid's upstairs. I'm like, oh, okay. I walks up in there. She drunk. She tipsy. She tipsy as fuck. She touching all over me. She draping all over me. I'm looking at the husband like, bro, get your wife. She turned into a whole new woman. I was like, boy, if you don't get this damn woman, she going to have her toes up. And he probably wouldn't have cared. He was like, going to take her up. We got a room for that. He probably wouldn't have cared. He was like, hey, if you want to go ahead, I don't need her. <laughs> um, so, dude, like they that's not that's how they roll out there. They're buttoned up and they got their secret society, they got their secret shit. It is what it is. Tolu says, remain a top CGA in the building. Thank you, brother. JC says he went to bed with cockeye. What is this? Cockeye in a broken heart. All right. Starving out there. I don't know what that is. What is coca? Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> Infamous NYC says that Papa activities got to be a soundbite. Papa activity. Rational rationality. Every 304 is a schizophrenic. Part of the game. It's part of the game out here. Hey, you guys got to do what y'all got to do out here. You know? Hey, yo, chill, son. Oh, by the way, hey, shout out to Tolu says shout out to SCCGA. One of the things that will make things a little bit more palpable out here is when you know, when she knows, you know, when she knows, you know, now when you goofy like this ninja, let me just give you, let me just tell you, she knows he don't know. She like, he don't know. Do we? He don't know. I'm just a nasty skeezer. <laughs> oh yeah. The cockeye. All right. He don't know. He think I'm a good girl. So she's like, shit, I got to act. I got to put on my acting skills tonight. I can't tell him shit. He going to get depressed. <laughs> right? But when she knows you know, because she'll try that shit. You'll be like, girl, man, stop fronting. I'll front. You all that fronting. You ain't trying to tell me something, girl. I know how you work. 
I know how you working. I know act like you good. Good girl going to be good for daddy. All right. She going to be like, oh, really? She going to be like, okay, daddy. Yeah. You're going to be good for daddy, aren't you? You're going to be a bad girl, aren't you? You're trying to front. All right. Wait till we get to the crib. Anyway, enjoy it. Yeah, eat your appetizer. Finish your, finish your appetizer up. Trying to act crazy out here. All right. Anyway, <laughs> she'd be like, she's going to be like, <laughs> anyway, shout out to Juco69. He said, shout out to my favorite African-American. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Maine says first, he says, ask, wait, first question to ask, what's your occupation? And if you find out. In the streets. She for the streets. That's what her occupation is, of course. It's an evil world we live in. Shout out to, uh, this brother says here, he says, should I use a JUCO with the V card? Oh, at 28, muck mode bag up. Oh, man, I don't know about that. Yikes. He says, every man, every man, need, every man needs the free agent lifestyle book and sub to locals ASAP. We need to put the locals in there. I should have, I should have um, some stuff popping up in the stream with my links. It didn't work. All right, but shout out to you. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wouldn't do that. Like, let the girls be, stay with your V car. But um, I've had some that I've suspected as, that as well all right where i'm like hmm she didn't have too much experience when i was in italy i did all right man that 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 tripped me out when i was in italy this girl was like i only been with one other person i was like okay all right we got something for you okay daddy but um a lot of them you know it's a, it's a cold world out here it's a, it's a cold world but no virgins, man. Let the let them let them get their stuff cracked out by somebody else. No virgins. Anyway. Oh, the dude was cockeyed. I got it now. No government name says, fellas, women have no shame. He says, I was in I was in a woman. I was in a woman live yesterday. He says, Don't ask why. And she stated, if you don't drink or smoke in today's time, you're a psychopath. That's a red flag. I stated. Is it wrong to be healthy? And she chewed me out for that statement. I'm going to tell you that that is true for a lot of women, especially under 30. If you don't smoke, drink, let's just say this. If you take a woman out, and this could happen over 30 as well, and you don't have a drink, you'd be like, hey, let's go for dinner. You don't have a drink. Nah, I don't drink. Some women, man, they going to they be like, oh, Right? Because they want to get loose. They want to lower their inhibitions. The reason why women work the way they do is because they have to they have to uh they have to uh be able to tear down the wall of social expectations. They have a tough thing here. Tough thing here. Shout out to Kevin Sullivan says sending late fees. Watch this. I'm telling you guys how to understand women. I'm understanding women. I'm understand women. That's why I can't love them. I understand them. A woman has to lower her inhibitions to do what she wants to do. Black women inhibitions are already lowered. All right. It's lower than the average bear. Right. So you don't expect much for them. And then when you do, you think they're lying about it. You're like, you ain't all buttoned up. You think she's a skeezer and she might not be. 
But women have a lot of social pressure. They're very social animals. They have to live up to a lot of expectations. Looks, beauty, youth, reputation. Some of that's going away. Shame, standards, family. Whether their womb is not infected and infested. Childbirth, do they have kids previously? There's a lot. When they're with you, they're the representative of themselves. They have a mask on. That's not them. Now, they use spirits to lower those inhibitions, to relax. If you're an uptight guy, I don't drink, I don't eat fast food, I don't eat, she gone. She like, what? I don't eat candy. I don't go, I only eat juices and greens. I don't eat white rice. She could use you in your life, or <laughs> in her life, she could use you. But she, her peace leave is going to be dry. Dry, dry, dry. She kind of wants a guy to be spontaneous. To be able to say, I'll have a drink. Now, I'm not telling you to do this. I'm just telling you what they do. So if she meets you and she says, let's meet at this bar. She wants to be a couple of drinks in. So she can lower her inhibition and have a reason to be a skeezer. (laughs) Because without the drink, she cannot pass it on to be a skeezer. She can't do skeezy things and be sober. You'd be like, you're a sober woman. Are you a skeezer like this all the time? Oh, no, only when I'm drunk. So she's got to be able to be able to lower those inhibitions so she can be who she really is. Then she can say, oh, you know, maybe the, the weed got to my head and that alcohol. It wasn't really me. Maybe he got me a little bit drunk. But what I'm telling you is if you don't drink and smoke, don't do it just to get her. She needs that. You really don't. So if you want to fake like you got a drink, go on a fake. What you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a Lafaga and tonic or whatever, some shit like that. I'm drinking a little bit of a, I'm drinking some gin and juice. All right, I'm drinking something right there and it's a Pepsi. Okay. But that's what you could do, but do not do it just to get with her and then you out here drunk getting a DUI. Here's the thing. Do you know how many women have DUIs? You'll be shocked how many women have DUIs. And at early ages, I met a young woman that at 19 had a DUI. I was like, yo, but she hasn't been the only one. I've met a lot of women with DUIs. Okay. They'll never tell you this shit, (laughs) but they got DUIs. Because they get the drinking and they drink a lot. Uh, Most of the drinks come for free. They could be a lush. They need to lower their inhibition. They have fun, right? And so they pick up DUIs and stuff like that. Uh, So they'll be like, hey, um, um, hey, can you pick me up? Can you send me an Uber? Where do I meet you? And they jump out of an Uber. Uh, Why are you driving? Well, I got a car, but I just. And then you find out DUI. Agent Machine says, seems like these XXs celebrate a culture of death and chaos. They adapt unhealthy, they adopt unhealthy habits. He says, delete their kids and end our character. Yeah. Well, we are the people we're supposed to kind of lead. They're kind of, ladies, they're kind of childish. All right. You know, Chronicles of Judah calls it women with breasts. I mean, children with breasts. Children with breasts. They're supposed to be somewhat childish. Now, the mistake we made as a society, and I'll leave you with this thought. 
is this push for equality allows them to be pick and choose when they're children and mature. Now, they probably could say the same about us. But we'll put it like this. We're not the ones trying to be taken serious all the time. They want you to take them serious and know the difference between that serious and childish. For instance, I know people are like, no. Does no mean no? Probably not all the time. If I reach for you, you say no. But if you're interested, you say, well, I wanted him to try. It didn't really mean no. Well, that's somewhat childish. We're supposed to read your mind. Well, we don't want to go to jail. We don't want to get arrested. So no doesn't mean no for all people at all times. So it's not a rule. It's not an absolute. They also don't want to be seen giving it up easy. So if I reach for her, she kind of wants to mm, play with me. Flirting, the flirt game. Women like to flirt. Women like to flirt and not give up sex. Men like to flirt and get sex. Men only flirt to get sex. We don't do it for fun. We don't do it for an ego boost. If we are flirting, we're trying to complete the process. Women, on the other hand, not so much. She's flirting maybe to get attention, to build herself up, um, to make another man jealous, to validate herself, to see if she still got it. To go home to her husband and get ramrodded because now she can go to her husband and she's got a couple of drinks in her and she's leaking, right? She's a little bit soft and wet. Now he can go ahead and finish the job. And she'd be like, okay, I flirted with some guys and I can go to my lover. So these are things that they do, right? Doesn't make them less than, it just makes them them. But the problem we have now is they want to be taken seriously in certain moments and then be treated like, relax, don't be so serious. <laughs> but over here, you told me to be serious and respectful and treat you like an equal. But now you're over here and I'm supposed to be spontaneous and relax and don't be so serious and uptight. Which one is it? You don't want me sitting around like this. I'm with you like this, mad dogging. Relax. Why don't you relax, laugh, sniggle a little bit? Okay. <laughs> oh, you don't take life seriously. <laughs> anyway, look, they kind of goofy like that. But the problem is men take women seriously. In my opinion, only take women seriously about 2% of the time. The rest of the time, treat them like a child. All right. And you'll probably be right on the head. We got our man, Hantham. He says, should a man use the JUCO to lose his V-card? No. I would say no, but there could be extenuating circumstances. John Doe, I stopped drinking and smoking two years ago. It is much easier to get women when I was degenerate. Good thing I stopped doing that. Uh, stopped dating as well. Facts. Facts. When you're degenerate and they see you're de they're degenerate, it's much easier. As a matter of fact, Stupid people, stupid male and stupid female is the most common messed up relationship we got going. Jeff K started talking to a woman and the first thing she asked me was, what do you do for work? Shaking my head. All I thought about was your segment. If she asks you these questions, she's for sale. She's not in it for love. So women, ladies, asking a man what he does for work. Basically, I'm going to just say, you asking for a price, let's get directly to the conversation. What is it going to take for the night? Anyway, looks like we ended today's stream. Do me a favor, hit the like button. And 
We should be back this evening. I got something going on this week, something very important. So my streaming schedule might be off over the next few days. But other than that, shout out to the coach gang. Let's see if I can execute the exit. And we out of here, brothers. Peace.